0: second. Yeah, 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 I'm coming. Hold on. Ron? What are you doing here? There's something I need to tell you. Are we alone? Quick, grab anything you can. We gotta go. Is there a back Welcome to the Wicked Planet Podcast, episode 52. We are coming at you once again from the haunted garage in an undisclosed location known to nobody but myself and Ron in a far-off distant land known as the Shire. Tonight, we cover current events (laughs) Kazaria, Russia, and much more, but before we get to all that, you know him as Ron from New England, others know him as Satan's secretary, some as the limp noodle, but his friends and family know him best as the BBC of the North.
1: Ron, what's going on? Oh man, what isn't going on? A lot <laughs> of going on this week in the news. Uh, I thought that we would uh, take tonight and touch on a few current events and kind of tie them into our recent show and part of the uh, the Black Nobility shows that we're doing called Babylon and Beyond. We're just gonna uh, take a little break from the from the deep dives and we're just gonna go over a few things that I think are tied into it. So, uh, I have I have a couple of interesting things. I had sent Buckley some uh, some notes earlier in the week so that we could uh, just go over a few things. And and the news is changing so so fast, so rapidly now and this uh, whatever is happening over in Ukraine. Uh, of course, Ukraine was the uh, what is now Ukraine was was actually like the seat of the Kazarian Empire, and, and I think. Uh, since we had talked about the Kazarian Empire and the Kazarian Mafia, I would like to give a little bit of back history on the beef between the Kazarians and what used to be called the Kivian Rus, which is today Russia. I think it'll be an interesting show. Hopefully you folks like it. Hopefully. Yeah. So what's So what's new, Buckley? What's new with you? Well, you know, I was a little late getting here tonight. So my apologies. We had okay. So we usually touch on the weather a little bit, right? Yeah. So it has been kind of like not too bad lately. All you know, right. I I mean we're getting ready. We're coming up on the spring equ- equinox, right? Which is uh, another week and a half or so. Uh, we're actually. Changing clocks this weekend, which is cool. We're going We're, ahead an hour, right? We are going ahead an hour, which is really, nice. Which means more sunlight. Which means less sleep for me in the morning. But it always—I <laughs> have such a hard time adjusting to daylight savings. I just—I just really do. I have I, a hard I don't time. Get with it. It. Just why? Why change the clocks? Just keep it the same. Well, you know what? Uh
0: I get I, there's the old farmer thing, whatever farmers. But like, it does it really make a difference?
1: Well, well, I don't, I don't really understand. So there was there was a website I was on because uh, I was going to. I think we might be going on a show. I <clears> want, <throat> excuse me, out of I believe Scotland. Uh, I got to talk to you about that. But anyway, so I was looking, I was looking at the time differences, and I know that. Uh, we're five hours before GMT, which is like London time. Yeah. So, so and he's and he's in that zone, and then uh, so I had asked about the uh the time difference because we were changing our clocks this weekend, mm-hmm. and he goes, oh, we don't change our clock till uh March twenty seventh, and I'm like, well, that's bizarre, and he goes, yeah, that's weird. I said, well, United States kind of, uh, well, like over here in our hem- in our uh, in our hemisphere, we actually. Uh, everybody had changed to the to the earlier dates, right? Like yeah. like later in the fall and earlier in the spring, right? And and I don't know the reason, but I went on this website to scope it out, and, and it explains all the reasoning for it and things like that. But what I was surprised to see is how many countries don't do it. I mean, I don't understand, like what what's the point? Yeah, I, it's I like if you just didn't really change
0: know. anything and you just left it as is, like. People would just get normalized
1: to that. I you know think, what I mean? Yeah, I think they should leave it on summertime. <laughs> like, because I like it when it's when it's light later. Well, but that's
0: the thing. It'll still get light later, even if you don't change the clocks. And it'll still get darker earlier, even if you don't change the clocks. Yeah, I guess it's all relative. It is all relative. That's yeah. the thing. Like yeah. So, like, if, if we didn't have this change every se- however often we do it, Like, people would just get used to it being no change and the sun getting darker
1: and lighter at certain periods of time of the year. Well, what's messed up is you got certain states in in, in the United States that don't do it, right? So you have, I I think, isn't Indiana one of them? Oh, I don't know. In, In Arizona, but I think it's only parts of Arizona that don't do it. So that's funky. Yeah, it's weird. That, like, how could only one part of your state... Now, I get it. Some states could be in two different time zones. I don't know. I, I do know that when I was in Mexico, uh, we went to Playa del Carmen and uh, for a week, and then we uh, wanted to go on the trip to the Mayan ruins at Chetcinitza. Ooh. And I remember we changed time zones from from Playa del Carmen to Chetcinitza. It was about a three-hour drive on the bus. But I do know that there was a time change, there because because we went into a different state because Mexico is set up, it's it's actually the United States of Mexico, just like it's the United <laughs> States of America. No, seriously. It's even yeah, it's wow. even on the peso, it says it right on the peso. So but uh, so we were going into a different state and that other state does not recognize uh daylight saving time. Yeah, so, well I get like the time change, obviously. Like if you're going somewhere far
0: away, right? Like different country. Obviously, the sun's rotating in whatever fashion you believe, whether it's around the globe or the flat Earth, uh, you know, horizontal circle. But either way, you're going towards the sun or away from the sun. So time changes. I just don't understand, like, what this fixation on having to daylight savings, uh, put the clock back, put it forward. Yeah. Like, just if you just didn't do anything, it would be fine. Yeah, just roll with it. And people would get used to it. Just go with it. But the weather it was snowy here. On my way here it was uh slick out. <clears yeah. <clears <throat> I had some trouble getting up to the haunted garage in my my whip. <laughs> the haunted garage has quite a steep driveway. <laughs> it does, and my car's not very weather
1: it's not very winterized. Yeah. Uh your tires are fine for summer on your car, but for winter, forget about it. Yeah, well I yeah. I tend to try not to drive during the snow. Hey, so I could tell you during this whole but corona anyway this whole corona thing we've been dealing with, uh-huh. right? Because I sell tires, you know, it's part of what we do. Yeah. And uh not a lot of tire sales in the last couple of years. No. Uh, be- because people weren't driving, right? Hmm right which which leads us into the excuse that they're using uh why the demand for fuel is so high now because corona is ending and i guess there's some truth to that but but yeah so it's been really nice we got on that subject it's been really nice uh kind of warm like right at the peak of the afternoon two to three o'clock, nice and and when i say warm in new england i'm talking you know 40 degrees <laughs> right
0: that's basically summer
1: here. yeah but was it the other day? It was like 65 degrees, almost 70. Ooh, yeah, I think it was like Sunday. It was yeah, like it was
0: 61.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful. It was the yeah. sun in and, and the weather said it was going to rain like, like never trust a weatherman in New England because that no. is the one job you can be wrong every time and still get
0: paid. Yeah, it'll be middle of winter and they're going to be like, it's going to rain. And then it turns out to be like 65 degrees.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So so they said Sunday it was going to be warm, but it was going to be rainy. So I'm like, ah, I'm not going to be able to do anything outside. Didn't It rain yesterday. Mm. boy, I can't remember. Isn't that awful? It's <laughs> the so, uh yeah, dementia getting to you. Yeah, I don't know, it's weird. Short-term memory's not good. Uh, I can remember something. stuff from like 40 years ago, You're but I can't going remember yesterday. But uh well, a lot of Alzheimer's
0: patients do the same thing. They well, have really good be... memory about things a long time ago, but <laughs> current stuff they're like what could be what's happened i've been around of a lot of aluminum in my lifetime <laughs> ron it's fine if you start you know going
1: senile i'll be your caretaker okay so uh it'll it'll work out trust s- me so it's been really decent <laughs> and it's been kind of warm and then and then they said okay wednesday uh chances snow showers in the afternoon a dusting to two inches they said so, at a dusting for us, I mean, we get that in a snow squall. I don't know, you know, uh, whoever's listening, if you live in New England, you know what a squall is. Yeah. A squall can be more dangerous than an actual blizzard if you're out driving in it. Yeah. Because it will literally come out of nowhere, and it can squall with the sun out. That's the freaky thing. Yeah. And, and then... And then, and you, reduce visibility. To nothing. Yeah. And may make the roads real slick. Real slick, yeah. And it's
0: very windy.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. is an interesting word.
1: Squall. Squall. Like, what does that even mean exactly, squall? It's, it's an old sailor term, isn't it? Oh, is it? I believe so. Oh, huh. Yeah, Yeah, but anyways, getting back to Sunday. Sunday. Uh, so it started out kind of foggy and stuff, because when it gets warm, you have snow on the ground that creates fog, or, uh, you know, low low fog or whatever. And uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, I'm doing some reading, researching, you know, for the show, or, you know, just basically screwing off. Drinking my morning coffee morning and whiskey. all of a sudden I look outside and it's like bright and it's beautiful and the sky is blue and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go outside. And it was, it was beautiful. I spent as much time Sunday outside as I possibly could. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I am really tired of being cooped up. Like I'm all set. Yeah. Yeah. Winter's a little too long. Yeah, it's long. Well it starts getting cold in October and it's cold until April, right? Or right. or it's even cold in April. I mean, it can even be cold in June here. Yeah. You know, June's not that great of a month, you know. I I mean I can remember, you know, uh planning to go boating on a Memorial Day weekend and waking up to be two inches of ice on the deck. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, it's ridiculous. I told, like
0: I told you that I I went running today, right? Yeah, and I asked you why. <laughs> I ran three miles. Why which... on
1: earth would anybody like like purposely do that
0: it's for exercise no i get it i'm teasing i sort of have like an addiction to running even though i'm I'm, I, i don't do it as often as i i used to when in my younger days but like when i was younger i used to run all the time like crazy amounts of miles um nowadays you know three to six and six is like when i'm hitting it hard and i'm in a good stride but um like i said my running always goes down during winter because, well, one, I hate running on treadmills, but two, it's fucking cold out. And I don't want to run outside. Yeah. So, like, my the running season is like spring to fall. Yeah, and it, then winter, if I'm running inside, yeah. But if I'm not running, that's fine, too. I yep. just don't like running in the cold anymore. Not going to do it.
1: Yeah, but not only that, but it's a good way to get run over. Especially if you're running in the city, and you got the ice everywhere and the snow banks, and they got those, and they got those little machines that clean the sidewalks off. But if you live on a side, well, you're not, well, you're kind of on a side street, but yeah, but yeah. So I mean, that's yeah, running outside's kind of dangerous.
0: Yeah, but you know, I used to run in like I used to trail run a lot when I lived out in the Mink Hills, which is like a small little mountain range. And like, if you want to talk about dangerous running, running on trails. Like A T V trails. Oh yeah, well, or trails. Lots of times. Snowmobile, snowmobile trails. trails. Right. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes a lot of the trails will connect and you're going up you're going up in um in uh, gratuity and of the height of hills and then down also as well. So and if you're running down a a really rocky ATV snowmobile trail, hiking trail, woof, that's dangerous. Yeah. If yeah, you I- eat shit,
1: you trip. You're fucked. It's going to be a while <laughs> before somebody happens upon you. Hey, listen, <laughs> uh, get you know, I, I notice a lot of simu- uh, similarities between you and liking to run. And when I was a kid, everywhere i go, I was running, uh, is our old friend from Greenbow, Alabama. Uh, he used to do a lot of running, and there's a lot of similarities between you and him. Who? Our friend from Greenbow, Alabama.
0: You're going to have to give me a hint. Forrest. Oh. <laughs> Why? It's, it's, gone. Because I, it's because I have a special mind, and I like to run. <laughs> yeah, you're special, all right. And I got some shrimp <laughs> <laughs>
1: while you're running.
0: Janice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, anyways, so anyways,
1: uh, we're getting we're getting ready for a warm up up here, which is really good because uh, heating oil is five dollars a gallon in New England right oh now. Yeah. I mean, so people what can't even. Fuck. I heat my house with oil, so well, look at the gas prices. No, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Hey, you know what? Let, let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, right? we definitely we have to. Yeah, yeah we got to get into this we a little need bit. To. Okay, it's no secret. Anybody that's listening, and, and you know, for our listeners in Canada and uh, in Europe and Australia, like we already know, you pay stupid money for gas to begin with, right? Or so, any other country, yeah, like 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 America, like the gas is. Always relatively cheap here. Now the last time gas was four dollars a gallon was in two thousand and eight. I wanna say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was two thousand and eight. Now was that was that Obama who was the president in two thousand and eight? Obama. Yeah, it was I Obama. Believe. Okay. So cause I remember because my wife was commuting at the time and she had an hour drive each way, and we actually had uh Built her a nice little hunt like an early Hyundai Elantra, and uh, and uh, she was driving that, and that got like I don't know thirty miles to the gallon, so we were loving that uh, until somebody pulled out in front of her and uh, put, uh, blew through a stop sign, and she t boned him and totaled the car. But anyways, uh, thankfully my wife uh, works from home, which makes it nice. But but anyways, uh, so that was the last time I remembered gas at four dollars a gallon. So we've so we've been here before. Right? It, yeah,
0: but we're surpassing that.
1: Yeah, we are surpassing that. No, right now, gasoline prices are as high as they have ever been in American history. And crazy stuff. Like, you see some people in, like,
0: California and other uh, states, it's like $7. Yeah, it's
1: like 7 bucks a gallon. A gallon?
0: You're like, what? Yeah, no, the it's... What the fuck is going on? Yeah. You know, there's this whole thing. This is, for me, this is... It just... It's it's crazy. Like, obviously, Biden comes out, right? He, he says, we're going to stop receiving oil from russia that was a big thing that happened what happened this week or last week yesterday he signed an eo for that didn't he oh that was yesterday yeah okay so this is a big thing and like you know obviously that's gonna in theory or make it look like because we're not getting oil from russia anymore it's going to drive up prices of gas essentially right
1: but that's, then, that's what they want us to believe.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So then we have this whole well, we need to stand with Ukraine and um if you support a democracy, right? And freedom, right? Then this is what you have to do to support democracy and freedom. You have to accept it. You have to accept it and you yeah. have to pay more money. But like the United States itself is sitting on half a trillion Barrels of oil. Yeah, and natural gas. So, like, in my opinion, this whole... It's almost like the gold standard. Or, you know what it makes me think about? Is when we talked about the black nobility. And we talk about how they drive the price of gold. They decide what the price of gold is. And then we talk about the Rockefellers, who we know monopolized standard oil. Or oil, right? Yeah, yeah. Controlled it, basically. And then, you know, it be, kind of becomes the gold standard or what the price of gold is, but just switch it to oil. They can do the same thing. You know what I mean? I feel like it doesn't really fucking matter what's going on. They can adjust decline that Mm -hmm. standard of oil and the price. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to inflate everything else. Because what does oil like? What does oil do
1: for the countries or countries? Didn't we talk about this Food, before? How every, resources, everything, everything, everything yeah. revolves around oil. Yeah, yeah, everything does. So, like, if you're
0: driving up the price of oil or gas, right, then everything else is going to go up. Because how does all that? How does your uh, Tim Pool? I think it was it was either sixty eight percent or seventy eight percent. The price of wheat has gone up since this whole oil gas thing has happened. Yeah. And we're gonna talk about that. That's just one example. So if you up this price of gas, everything else has to go up because your products, your resources are getting transported
1: by diesel, by gasoline. Right. Right. And 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 here and here's the whole thing about it, right? Now I'm not you know, and here's the other misnomer I feel. Whenever we get into a situation like this, whatever you want to call what's going on in Ukraine right now, a war, right? Like like we're we're gonna discuss this a little bit because I'm just it it just doesn't smell right to me. But they what is it they always want you to do? It's just like the same thing during corona, right? They want you or the narrative pushes you to pick a side. Why do we have to pick a side? Why do we have to say, oh, I'm with Russia or I'm with Ukraine? Why do we have to? It's a foreign why, war. Why right? can't we? Why Quotation can't, marks. Well, you know why they want you to pick a side? Just what you said, because Ukraine is a uh, quote unquote democracy and Russia is quote unquote communism which it it's it's fucking quasi communism russia is just as much of a capital capitalist system as we are uh, there's not a whole lot of difference between between how russia is run and how the united states is yeah run. but that's like a big portion of propaganda
0: that we have been seeing been being force-fed uh for as long as I can tell is that Russia is this insane communist state. Well, you know they're the I mean? e- they're evil. They're the evil, Right. Empire. they're evil. Yeah. They're, they're trying to fuck with elections. They're trying to fuck with tr- uh, Trump or whatever. Um, you know, Russian bots, uh, they, they hate the gays and all this stuff. It's like, so all the while we have this narrative that tr- Russia is this huge, you know, problem, terrible, evil, uh, country, but they're not that far off from the United States.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, we're going to make some comparisons cuz more comparisons are just bouncing around in my brain right now. But but let's just uh, look at the big picture. What is the narrative that's being pushed right now? Uh even Jen Saki said this, uh, we know Saki 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 uh you know I know people look at and disagree. I think she's kind of cute. <laughs> but <laughs> you like the redheads. Well, I do. You? <laughs> I do the fair-skinned redheads uh, it's a problem huh. for me. But anyways, doesn't matter she is so full of shit it's like unbelievable because whenever she's posed with a question about something as simple as the Keystone pipeline and they did it again today because I watched the I watched the press conference she keeps saying how is that gonna solve what's going on right now that is just a delivery device okay uh it uses less fuel to push crude oil. And in the case, what's coming from Alberta is actually, I want to say it's shale oil. So it's a little more abrasive uh, than regular crude oil, but it's still oil, right? So we're going to, it takes just my reasoning. I'm not a pipeline expert, but a friend of mine's dad is. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, And he lives in Texas and he works for a company that maintains pipelines. I was going to try to reach out to him this week and get his perspective on it. Wasn't able to do that, but I'm going to work on that for a future show. But their argument is that we don't need the, the, the Keystone XL pipeline because, and there is pros and cons to the pipeline, let's call it what it is, but they would rather ship that crude oil or the shale oil on train or truck, which all runs on diesel, Yeah, emitting emissions. They would rather have us do that than just push it down a pipeline, mm. because or
0: import it from fucking Russia. Yeah, you know well, what I mean.
1: Yeah, well, we're we're almost there. Well, so not, not right now, but so so uh, so the big thing was everybody is up in arms because we're supposedly Russia's the enemy. Okay, we're not at war with Russia. The United States. The United States is not at war with Russia. No. Neither is NATO at this point. And I am right. not... And, and listen, I am not a fan of NATO. NATO is just a, a military arm of the cabal, as far as I'm concerned. Who's in NATO again? Well, NATO was all your... Uh, it's the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Yep. Uh, and Just to name a few, you know, like, like uh, America, Canada, UK, France, Poland... Uh, a bunch of other... And even countries that are on Putin's border, which is why I don't agree with Putin's uh, PSYOP that he doesn't want Ukraine to be part of NATO because he doesn't want them on his border. When you already have... That's what I was going to say. You already have NATO countries on your border. Like, I heard something,
0: you know... Well, first of all, there's so much speculation and theories and possible ideas of what's going on in Russia that, like... Does anyone really know what the fuck's going on? I don't think so. But one of the things that was talked about that, and that I read plenty about, was that uh, you know NATO wanting Ukraine to become part of. Sorry, NATO wanting you were, Ukraine no, to become part of Na- of NATO and other Russia. way around.
1: Other way around. Ukraine wants to become part of NATO. Right.
0: <laughs> Sorry. And, In they, Russia... and
1: well, hold on. Let me interrupt you just real quick. And they want to be part of the European Union, which Zelensky did submit the paperwork asking the European Union yes. to admit uh, Ukraine into it, which is something else that Putin does not want.
0: Right. So, so basically, it they Russia. It's speculated that Russia doesn't want Ukraine to be part of NATO, um, but you know, I don't think that's. That just doesn't seem uh well, it doesn't really seem justifiable for me to invade a country. It also just doesn't seem realistic, um you know, for for Putin to just invade a country because he
1: doesn't want them to be part of NATO. Yeah, no, there's more to that. You know you know, and here's the other thing, right? So ah <sighs> Oh, man, where the fuck There's a start? lot. Where do you start? Where do you okay, start? Okay, so, so just for disclosure, like I am not an expert on NATO. I am not an expert on Russia or Ukraine. I'm an expert on nothing. But I am just given like my observations as just a regular person. Mm-hmm. who actually more so than a regular person looks into this kind of stuff. Because I like to know what's going on. I like to know the real story. As conspiracy theorists, that's what we're labeled as. Right. Uh, not Buckley as much as me, because Buckley is the the show panel skeptic. <laughs> is that what I am? Well, technically. I feel like I believe more than I well, no, am skeptical. Well, no, no, you do.
0: But anyways. okay. But it's hard to fucking know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like what do you what do you believe? Like there's so much different shit uh, ideas theories behind this, not even to mention the propaganda.
1: Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Let's to the very beginning. Well, just the beginning of the whole move on Ukraine. All right, back in 2014, Putin sends in troops to annex the Crimea. Mm-hmm. His excuse is that the Crimea the Crimea wants Putin's help they want to be controlled by Russia. You also remember that they had sent in troops that were unmarked like unmarked troops. Private militia shit. Yeah, that Putin said, "Oh no, those are my guys." Like we already talked about this on other episodes. So then we're hearing the same thing about the Donbass region which is Donetsk and Luhansk which now they're saying, well, we're we're being shelled by the Ukrainian army because we're separatists. We've also talked about that before. Then so so this is so this is Putin's list of list of reasons. One, they want the Russians to be there. They're ethnic Russians, they're Russian speaking people. This is the same shit that Hitler pulled with Czechoslovakia, right? In the Rhineland. Okay, so what's the other thing? Oh, I don't want uh United States surface to air missile batteries in the Ukraine. I don't want that. I don't want and that was actually the beginning of it. We don't want Ukraine to become part of NATO. We don't want Ukraine to be part of the European Union. Don't forget
0: the pipeline.
1: Well, the pipeline the pipeline is is not the pipeline's a bargaining chip. You're talking about the Nordstrom Pipeline, which travels from upper Russia, like near Finland, that area, goes down through the Baltic Sea and goes right to Germany. Yeah. Right. So this is not going through any land. And, and this is why they did that, so they wouldn't have to go through these other countries that weren't friendly to Russia. So, so there's just the short list of why Putin... Is is going into Ukraine, right? This is what if he's this going is in. this is the narrative. If. This is the narrative that we've been fed. Yes. Okay. Like like where the little baby's sitting in the high chair and went here ma, comes, ma, comes ma. the plane. Here comes the airplane with the spoon that's rubber coated, the rubber coated spoon.
0: And it's gonna CGI bomb a city.
1: With with the with the little gerba baby food that looks like <laughs> like dog shit or fucking Puke, turtle shit or diarrhea. whatever. And this is what we're being fed by by the media, right? So, of course, this is where the conspiracy theories come in, right? So uh, now it's like, well, wait a minute. He's invading Ukraine from multiple fronts. Mm. So this kind of goes against Putin's own narrative, or what we were told was Putin's narrative, that he's just going to go into the Donbass region to give military support to the people there that want him there, the separatist nations, right?
0: Yeah, you know, I heard something that... Well,
1: Don't you think that that blows that right out of the water? Well, I heard something where Putin
0: was quoted saying it was only uh, special military
1: operations, mm-hmm. which isn't war. Ex- ex- exactly, exactly. So, so Putin is doing everything that the United States does on a daily basis. Let me tell you about a little, not an argument, but a disagreement I got into with a very good friend of mine who is a ultra liberal, fully vaxxed and boosted. And, uh, so we're sitting at the bar last week. I went out for a drink for, uh, it was the year. Uh, you know where I went. <laughs> did I see you there? Yeah. Oh, I did. Uh, <laughs> this was the year anniversary of our friend Dre passing away uh, March 3rd. So it was a Thursday night, Good which nonsense. is a night that Buckley just happens to take his family out to the same place. Anyways, <laughs> so we're sitting, so we're sitting at the bar and I'm just waiting. You know, I, I I'm not going to talk about any of this. I'm not going to say anything to anybody. I'm not going to get into any discussions about politics or anything or, or anything. He goes, Hey Ron, did you see did you see where uh they seized uh, Russian oligarchs boats and this and that? I said, Yeah, I saw that. I said, My question is, what gives them the right in the international community to seize private citizens of a sovereign nation's personal belongings? Who was doing the seizing? Wasn't it Germany? Was it Germany? I think Germany. Yeah. Maybe France also. Not absolutely sure on that. And he just looks at me. Wow. There, you know, he starts trying to battle off excuses. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Just because Russia invades Ukraine. Allegedly. Allegedly. Does not give anybody a right to go after Russian billionaires personal property. Oh, no. No, 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 it just doesn't. No, no, no. no. Again, I'm not taking sides. Yeah, I don't have to pick a side here. No. So he comes back at me like, wow, 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 wow. Wow, they're the ones that, you know, they're backing Putin and and they're doing this and that. And I said, wait a minute. That would be the same as a foreign country being mad at us because we just dropped some bombs on somebody and going and taking jeff bezos's yacht or elon musk's yacht he goes oh no it's not the same not to say i said it is it's exactly the same
0: well it's like people are mad at russia quote unquote invading the ukraine but they don't give a fuck if the usa bombs carpet bombs the shit
1: out of the middle east well this is where this is going
0: like do you know what i mean this is where this is going (laughs) like what the fuck what is that?
1: And I said, okay, because now, now you're making me want to talk about things that I didn't want to talk about at the bar. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, this dude's like almost seventy years old, right? So, just total anti-Trumper, and you know, just oh yeah, I loved Hillary, and I remember Ugh. years ago him said, oh no, Hillary's doing a great job. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. god, shut the fuck Cutting up. Cutting faces off. Anyways, of check this out. Them. Check this out. When I gave right. him the analogy. Might not be true. Of them seizing Jeff Bezos at Elon Musk's yachts, the, the two richest men in the world, besides Putin, who was rumored to be one of the richest men in the world. He goes, oh no, that's not the same. It's not even, I said, it is the same. He goes, "He goes, oh, well, who did we bomb today? I, I just looked at him. He goes, we didn't bomb anybody today. I said, we bombed the fuck out of Somalia in Yemen today. <laughs> I said, so I don't see any Yemenese people coming over here. Uh, are you saying it's okay now the Yemenese or the Somalians should come over here and take away Jeff Bezos's yacht? They care about it because they're being told to care about it. That's just, why they care about it. He just it. looked at me and he started doing his little stuttering. I said, Tom. Oh, shit, I wasn't even going to say his name. Shit. Anyways, I said. That's not
0: his name. It's, it's something different, isn't it?
1: <laughs> and, I said, and I said, look it. While you're stuttering, just stop because you're not going to win this argument. Yeah, what? it's just but this is it They spoon fed this narrative and now it's all out war against Russian citizens. Like these Russian citizens no, no, Did you see how many Russian no. citizens were protesting in Moscow in St. Petersburg? Look, it's in like, and, and the secret police were rounding them up and arresting them and we right. don't even know where these people are now. Well it's like people it's like people are being told to stand with
0: Ukraine yes. and to to hate Russia. So that's what they're going to do. And that's what you you see. You see the Ukrainian, we stand with Ukraine uh, signs up. We stand with Ukraine protests. And it's like... Do you even fucking know if anything's even going on there? The propaganda is so fucking strong. And why the fuck weren't you standing with anybody in the Middle East when they were carpet bombing children and killing families and blowing them to shreds and destroying this whole destabilizing all these countries? Like, why didn't you stand with anybody in the Middle East? All you give a shit about is the force-fed narrative that you're being told to care about. Like... You didn't give a shit about when Obama was bombing the shit out of countries, did you? No. But you're being told uh, Putin is a terrible person, and the second that he, quote, unquote, invades a country, now you care. Why? Why? Because you're being told to fucking care. But it gets,
1: it gets, yeah, but it's okay to rant because you're But isn't that like. Because it's frustrating and it pisses you off. It pisses me off too. Yeah. But check this out. It even gets better. You people that are standing for Ukraine got the Ukrainian flag on your Facebook uh, profile, right? Oh boy. Where were you for the last two years standing up for your own freedom, the freedom of your children, yes. their freedom of choice of whether to be vaccinated or not, and the and the ability the freedom yes. to fight for freedom to say, fuck you, I'm going to the store and I ain't wearing a mask. Yeah, where were you? Yeah, your neighbors, your they, fucking co no, where were you? No, they were huddled in their little masses where in, in their house. You?
0: Yeah, in their house. It's insane. You'll fucking stand up for people way off that you don't even you can't even see that aren't in your own community and you'll protest and you'll change your fucking Facebook whatever but you won't stand up for your 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 neighbor that does not want to get vaccinated and lost their
1: job like what what is And going what did on? you say? What did you say? Good they should lose their job. Yeah. Unvaccinated people should be round up and put in concentration camps. And you
0: know it's it's insane because like if somebody who is vaccinated had some sort of health issue from a vaccine, we I wouldn't be like, oh, good. Yeah. It just shows them right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, that fucking is terrible. Like,
1: hopefully you have a good recovery. All right. Without getting off track, ah! what have I said a hundred times? And I've said this to my friends that I, that I know are vaccinated. Yeah. Right. You chose to get vaccinated. It was your decision. You thought it was the best thing you could do for yourself. I I don't have a problem with that. Like at all. I just really hope that you don't get sick from an adverse reaction going down the road. And we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Yeah, I hope that Let's. Yeah, because we had a big Pfizer document dump Mm. that nobody is talking about. Nine pages of adverse effects. Now, this is why they wanted these documents sealed for 50 years because they did not want people... 50-5-0. Fifty-five zero. Oh. I, I thought they, it was
0: seventy-five. Oh, was it? I thought so. Okay, I could be wrong. It could
1: be fifty's bad enough. Yeah. Because everybody that's alive right now, with the exception of some kids in elementary school, probably going to be dead fifty years from now, Right. and is <laughs> yeah. nobody to be held accountable. Right. Which you're, you can't hold them accountable now because they have they have no liability, right? right. Okay, so let's not get into that yet. Not let's yet. get let's get back onto the gas in Russia and Russia back to Russia. We purchase only 7% of our fuel from Russia. Stop buying 7% of fuel from any one nation. We still have 93% oil being purchased from other companies like ExxonMobil, Chevron, who those two companies are controlled by Rockefeller.
0: Of course.
1: Okay. Who are making record profits. Once again, I think there's a little bit of an element here saying, okay, gas is too cheap. We're not making enough money. We need some world major world destabilization going on Mm. to give us a reason to price gouge. The cost of fuels now when i talk talking fuels we're talking everything we're talking natural gas which comes out of the ground it's a derivative of drilling fracking or whatever and listen i'm not a i'm not 100 on board for fracking uh fracking works i just wish it was a cleaner safer way to do it i'm not 100 against it but it does have again has its pros and cons just like everything and right? we don't
0: even know if they're being truthful about that shit as well right
1: but so you got you got these big oil companies that are taking if you if you don't think they're taking advantage of this situation here, like I was getting ready to say that Saki said, well it's because of the, the the war with Ukraine between Russia and Ukraine now is is causing a uh, disruption in uh, destabilization of the fuel market. Now now there could be a fraction of truth to that. Yeah, okay. But I don't think there's any doubt that the big oil companies, and I'm talking even Shell, which is controlled, that's also Kabbalist. Uh that's a Dutch Royal Shell, which is controlled by the Netherlands, if I am not mistaken. You have British Petroleum, we know who controls that. So, and then you have Hess, which Hess I think goes back to the, the house of Hess. <laughs> which is also part of the black nobility. Nice call. Yeah. So so uh, I'm sure there's a connection there somewhere down the line. So let, let's call it what it is. The black nobility, the Kazarian Mafia, the Illuminati, the Cabal, the New World Order. Globalists. Whatever you want to call it. They are taking advantage of us now. Right. And to say that just...
0: That the reason why gas is going up um, due to this whole Russian-Ukraine invasion and—not um, and, o- and not Obama, Biden—cutting or stopping, you know, receiving uh, oil from Russia is kind of a bunch of horseshit because, guess what? Gas prices were already going up okay. before this shit even happened. Yeah,
1: I was just going to bring so this like, up. So, like,
0: like, like, take that into consideration. Like, you just—you think— Oh, well, this global event's happening, quotation marks. Maybe it's fucking not. We don't know. Um, And that's the reason why. But hey, why don't you consider that the prices were already going up before this even happened? Take a look at that. Take that into consideration.
1: And this is where you can go and look at the chart. And I looked at the chart, and it's clear clear as day, right? Again, Trump is, is not our savior. I don't care what anybody said. I don't care about his mean tweets. I didn't care about none of that. But things were good during Trump. I don't think anybody can argue that. The price.
0: um, People can argue that. Well, people will. It's not going to be me.
1: People will argue that. But but anyways, let's just say (laughs) uh, as it pertains to the cost of energy. Right. We were energy dependent. uh, Excuse me. I keep messing up. We were energy independent. Yes. We had enough to supply ourselves. We still do. Okay. We're going to get there. And we still had enough left over to sell to other countries. So not only were we energy independent, we were exporting at a profit Mm. fuel to other countries. Now, So what does that mean? Gas prices are lower. Gas prices were lower, yeah. I want to say at our local store... The cheapest I ever saw gas, I want to say, was one nineteen a gallon for regular. Here, okay, so yeah.
0: I'm gonna say Concord. I think like one eighty nine.
1: Oh no, it was wait, no, it was less. Really, than that. $1.19? no, it was less than that. Yeah, it was, it was, it was less than that. Honestly, Ron, I don't know if I've ever seen that low yeah.
0: before. Yeah, but-
1: because they were talking that it was going to go below a dollar, and it just never did. Oh, okay, so wow. so okay, so now now keep in mind. For domestic oil and gas to be profitable, the price of oil per barrel needs to be at an absolute minimum of $50 a barrel. $50 a barrel is the break-even point. So when oil became so cheap, I mean, there was times on the market it was in the negative numbers. For price per barrel? Price per barrel, Wow. I mean, for a very short period of time, but it did happen. So, 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 where's the profit? There, there is no profit, right? So, so, what do we need? We need to have some type of artificial scarcity, which is what I'm calling this now. Uh, we all know that oil is very plentiful. The Earth is, in my opinion, regenerates oil. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, instances where wells had gone, they've pumped them dry and they go back several years later and the wells are full again. Okay. Again, not an oil or an energy expert, but these are things that I'm pretty sure has happened, right? I've heard of that stuff too. So now for Amer- for domestic gas and oil to be profitable, it needs to be over 50 bucks a barrel, right? So so if it was in the 60, 65 range and, and it was kind of in that range for a long time, I mean, there was a time that they shut down the oil fields up there in the Dakotas and Montana and stuff like that and even uh, like in Texas or whatever because it just simply wasn't profitable. Like like it cost them money to get oil out of the ground that they weren't getting back. They were losing money, right? right so right, right. so they stopped it. I get that. That's supply and demand be, because the demand did not outweigh the supply. Right. There, there, was, there was reports where all the oil and gasoline storage facilities were at absolute full capacity. They had no place to even put it. That's how much they had, right? So I could see where that would be a problem, like when you talk about the global energy market, right? Okay, forget all that. As soon as Biden becomes president, you can start seeing the uptick in the price of fuel. I want to say within the first six months, it had gone up 50 or 60 cents. But this is what you can do if you want to fact check the wicked planet. Go on the website, GasBuddy.com. GasBuddy is very, very good, like a lot of good information on that. They actually have a graph on there that shows the steady incline from when Biden became president, or let's say installed as a president and, agent, yeah and and you can see the graph just go steady up and then you see it spike just before now putin hadn't even invaded ukraine yet and the price was starting to spike mm. right so i think yeah. so i think blaming it on ukraine is 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 a horseshit deal uh Seven percent is nothing compared to the other 93 percent where we know where it's where it's coming from. I mean, it's a good scapegoat. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's exactly what it is. But but look at look at what's happening right now, Biden. And if anybody's seen, I was the meme master there for a couple of days this last week on my run from New England page. Uh, now he's calling. He wants to get back into talks with Iran on a nuclear deal in exchange for oil. Iran has a lot of oil. What Iran doesn't have is refineries. So, so And then, of course, there's that whole embargo thing with against Iranian oil, right? Which we know for a time, they were selling oil to Russia. And I don't know why Russia would be buying their oil, but they were selling royal oil to Russia and to China. You know, one way or another, they figured out how they could do that without getting caught. Uh, they did get caught on a few occasions. But anyways, Iran's got a lot of oil.
0: The Middle East has a lot of oil.
1: And then he's going down. Right now, as we speak, we have a group of diplomats in Venezuela in talks (laughs) with the Venezuelans to buy their oil. Nice. (laughs) So if we stop buying oil from Russia... Explain to me the rationale of buying oil from Venezuela when Venezuela is Russia friendly and in bed with Russia and, and Russia is an ally of Venezuela. Yeah. Where is the sense there? It makes zero sense. And, and why do we wanna why do we want to buy oil from Iran in exchange for nuclear stuff? Like like, like the last thing we want the Iranians to have is is a nuclear weapon because they've already pledged to wipe Israel off the map. And I'm not saying I'm a big fan of Israel either, but Israel is a big ally of the United States and they're good fighters, right? This is where the Mossad comes from. But also where the Kazarian mafia operates out of. Exactly. So, (laughs) so, uh, and we're going to get into uh, why I think this beef between Ukraine and Russia is actually happening.
0: You used a word though. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense.
1: No, none of this makes sense, including this war in Ukraine.
0: What? And and I think that's just it. Do we even know that there's a war in Ukraine?
1: Okay, let's not get there just yet. Not just yet. Not but just I'm yet. But we okay, are going to really go want to rip into this. We are going to go with We are going to go into <laughs> that. Uh, just keep in mind, like like I don't like to see anybody getting hurt, shot up. Things blown up, no kids killed. Obviously, no. obviously, we don't like like any of that. And in this right. day and age,
0: like I feel like, is it necessary?
1: No, like come no, on, no. war. We war, have smartphones. Physical war, <laughs> and blowing people up and stuff like that, and killing people. Like that's that's antiquated way of doing things. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. like I don't feel like the general, the regular person is like ever needing to go to war with anyone. Do you know what I mean? It's all like elitist global political bullshit or geopolitical or whatever you want to call it. That's when the
1: rich people the rich oligarchs the billionaires, all the rich families all get together, all the rich politicians, which is another problem that we have Mm -hmm. this whole, where they're allowed to do insider trading. Uh, Nancy Pelosi should have her own hedge fund because nobody outperforms Nancy Pelosi, not even Warren Buffett. But But so
0: wait, hold on, but real quick, like this whole war thing, it's like, like what, you're going to, you're going to get America involved. I mean, America's already involved, you know, because of Biden and his ties to Ukraine. But I mean, like what, you're going to get Americans involved in this war. Like there's no fucking, there's not a chance in hell that I'm going to go over and fight in this war. And I guarantee you there's not, not a chance in hell that anybody fucking out like a good amount of people in America are going to go over and
1: fight in this war. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? This war, in my opinion, is a staged war. I have. Oh, a, yeah. I have a theory that Zelensky and Putin are actually working together on this. That's one angle. That's, well, Putin. That's one angle.
0: Could very well be a cabalist. Kambal- a right. Right. Like among other things, I know a lot of people think that he's doing this to fight against the cabal or the the cult or the Illuminati Illuminati den that's in the Ukraine and that area. But like he look, he's a leader of a country. Like if you don't think that he has uh, cult ties, cabal ties, Illuminati ties, I don't know. That's the other flip side of it, too. Like there's this whole white hat uh, black black hats, uh, you know...
1: Now you're getting into QE being QE.
0: A little QE. Yeah. But I think it's an important aspect. Like, there's this whole, you know, black hat, white hat aspect of the cabal where, you know, black hats are considered bad, white hats are considered good, and who's not to say there's not internal discrepancies that go on within the cabal, which we think... Which could
1: very well be what Putin's doing right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You know, something else I just kind of want to clarify with people. Uh, I'm still looking into this, but uh, a lot of people, a lot of people I respect and a lot of fellow podcasters have made posts about this. Referring, and, and I'm not 100% disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. I'm think, not agreeing with myself because I don't know. I think we need to look into this one particular fact that people are pushing about Putin. Yes, do it uh people are saying that putin was actually a member of the world young world leaders part of the world economic forum he i think he was well this is this is what we're being told now i did some just a little just quick research on this putin would have been too old on the dates that they were giving For him to be part of that. And it was actually an interview where Klaus Schwab had said that he was, but he recanted that later and said that he had made a mistake. So, so, so. So we're hearing both sides. We're hearing that, yes, he was a member of the Council of Young World Leaders or whatever they call it, it the World Economic Forum. And then we're hearing that the dates don't fit. He would have been well into his 40s at the time. Now, the other thing that a lot of people are doing is they like to float these pictures around of Trump shaking hands with Klaus Schwab, Putin shaking hands with Klaus Schwab, Zelensky shaking hands with klaus schwab okay uh trudeau trudeau same thing uh, trudeau was a member of the young leaders or whatever i even think not absolutely sure on this somebody please fact check me that Zelensky also was uh not absolutely 100 sure on that but people need to remember when they have the g7 summit at davos the davos summit is actually a summit that is put on by the world economic forum which klaus schwab is the leader of that so it would make sense for these world leaders to go there and at least shake hands with klaus schwab these were photo ops that were taken and people i think are using them for the wrong narrative just my personal opinion, because because this is how this is how. Oh, look at Trump. He's a he's part of the cabal. You know, he's a Jesuit. He's this. He's that. Uh, you could be a hundred percent correct. You could. Yeah. We, we know he's definitely a, a Jesuit, right? Was <laughs> the Jesuits are controlled by the black pope? I mean,
0: he was the president.
1: Yeah, he was the president. Like you right? don't
0: become president. I feel like without any. You know, sort of nefarious ties to all this shit.
1: Yeah, which all goes back to that presidents are selected, not elected, right? Yeah. But I would be interested to see if Trump has ever attended any Bilderberg meetings.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. That
1: would be interesting (laughs) to find out. Yeah. Uh, I I didn't look at that. You know, Trump really isn't on my radar anymore. No.
0: Uh, Well, did you hear he might be running?
1: Well, we've been hearing that right along, and we've also been hearing that. uh, What was it last week? We we got this uh, thing on Telegram. Oh, uh, we've got the inside information. Trump's going to be in the White House in the war room. Uh, this was like a week or so ago, uh, advising, and, and he's going to take over as commander in chief. Okay, stop with this fucking bullshit, people.
0: That's what it is. It's, it's like absolute all bullshit. It's
1: QE it's white hats just bullshit.
0: bullshit. It's just like anything. I just feel like anything that's coming through mainstream narrative is just fucking bullshit. Like even just Buckley. Buckley. No, hold on. This whole paradigm shift. From Ukraine, the like where the f- the whole Ukraine Russia shit. Where the fuck is COVID? Yeah, like where is it? It just disappeared. Oh, okay. The paradigm shift, boom, happens. Fuck COVID, it's gone. Where is it? Where? Ha. Huh? Okay. Under well, my rug? Is it outside? Where
1: is it? I was just gonna kind of get into that a little bit. <laughs> Anybody on Ron Fenway? Hey, go check out my page on Instagram. You might actually enjoy it. It's uh,
0: like they're it's like they're almost doing this to take away from that shit. Do you know? So people won't focus on it
1: anymore. Okay. It, like, do you know what I mean? Let's bring up just quick, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Let's bring up Ron Stradamus. Oh God. Predicted back in January or right around New Year's. God help me. That stay with us. People. Come February and March. Stay with us. COVID was gonna be cycled out. They were gonna stop mandating jabs. Those are going to be phased out. I said all this. Yeah, you did. And it's exactly what's happening right now. I'm not doing claim to fame or anything, but but I I'm seen just a thing about COVID. I was just I was just thinking forward. You could see where the trend was heading, right? Yeah. So, and that's exactly what happened. So they fucked with us for the last two years, hard, divided nations, divided the populace. Right versus left. Woke versus whatever. This whole narrative to divide us, which is part of divide and conquer, right? Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as Russia starts talking Ukraine, Ukraine, just like Buckley says. COVID disappears. Corona goes away. Where is it? So fast. Do I have it? So fast. That even before our local elections, in our school elections, they dropped all the mask mandates in schools in our state. Just before the elections, which leads me to believe, and I've said this before, we got midterms coming up in the fall. Yeah. They know that there's no frigging way they're going to get reelected until they start maybe converting some of the already democratic people democratic voters who were getting disenfranchised with the dnc the democratic party and saying you know what these guys are just really screwing things up so bad i'm not gonna i'm not gonna vote the same reason why people say they didn't vote for trump oh my god i don't care i just i just don't i just don't want trump to be president anymore so me and a million of my dead friends voted for Biden, right? Ooh. Which now we're seeing all kinds of crazy shit. uh, But this this shift... Oh, sorry, what? Thousands of lost ballots discovered in Texas. Yes, yes. The Texas election guy just resigned over that. But there's also, like, there's
0: so much information coming out about COVID and vaccines and, like, all the horseshit. Like, there's just so much. It's, It's unfathomable, and it's almost hard to, like, really grasp... Especially if you haven't been following it, it's hard to grasp. If you have been following it and you have been looking into stuff, but uh, especially if you haven't really and you've been following this other narrative that's been being pushed out, like a lot of the stuff that's coming out, it's like go. It's that cognitive dissonance. It really, it really, pl- uh, you know, pushes back against. Um, what you've been being told, right? So I feel like that's a big reason why the whole u uh, Ukrainian uh, Russian thing is even going on as well, among other things, or could be going on. It's like they just really want to divert uh, people's attention away from COVID and what really was going on, because there's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Like, like, like Florida is now the 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 health department is recommending that healthy kids do not get the vaccine. They should not get it. Like, that's big. Like, and that's just one among many things that's been going on. Like, I feel like they're just diverting away because all this fucking shit is happening and
1: people caught on to what was really going on. Right. And this is why the Democratic Party is like, oh my God, we got all these Democratic voters that could switch sides We've gotta we have gotta backtrack on this narrative right now, quickly. Because are they we're, backtracking though? Well they are on be, the COVID shit. Well, okay, so when oh, you they are Well when you got states like New York, Massachusetts, who right after my birthday, the mayor of Boston Enacted the mask mandate and vaccination mandate. Yeah, I remember, because you went to, to hotpot. To go, night. yeah, to go inside any venue, restaurant doesn't matter in the city of Austin. Yes. And two months later, it's absolutely just dropped overnight. All these mandates were dropped overnight, and here's when it even gets. Like, we're not
0: going to forget about it.
1: No, well, they expect us to forget about it because we're busy putting a Ukrainian flag on our Facebook profile.
0: Yeah, it's the paradigm shift. I talk about that. Yeah. I've mentioned this. I talked about it on the talk on the Tavern. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've definitely brought it up in, in new episodes. But it's like, or, sorry, old episodes. But it's this thing. You see it. It happens because it happens on the news. It happens on social media. It's a paradigm shift of consciousness where they literally, do, it's like, here's this one thing we're focusing on. And then all, all of a sudden, it's almost like overnight. It literally is like almost overnight. The new thing comes out. And then that's what everybody starts focusing their attention on. And it's like, well whoa, well, what happened to that old thing? Like where did that go? That's like what's happening right now with COVID in, in Russia
1: and Ukraine. Yeah, did you, have you seen have you seen the other things that are that are being posted now? Like uh it shows that one that guy's the gray guy's head and it says, I support I support the 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 uh the newest thing. Is this is a meme? Yeah. Oh. It says I support the nearest the newest thing. <laughs> You know, and then it shows this guy's got you know vaccines sticking out of his head. He's got the Ukrainian flag. He's got this. He's got that. What I really like is how we talked in in a past episode about how how memes are can be used to combat a certain narrative. Yes, right. And and it's coming out like big time, like right now. Mm -hmm. So so did you see the little the little video? And I don't know who made it, but they did a great job. My hat is off to you. It shows the Raiders of the Lost Ark clip. The famous <laughs> clip, where where Harrison Ford is trying to get the skull or whatever he's trying to get, and he moves it and he puts a rock that's supposed to weigh the same and places it. It's a bag of
0: sand, I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. In the movie.
1: So. <clears throat> so in the meme.
0: Fact checked, Ron.
1: In the meme, it's uh, isn't it? He's trying to take take the virus off or replace the virus on there, like like the thing, and then when it comes off, you can see putin on the big rock rolling after him when they're trying to change the narrative yeah you know what i mean and it's just really funny so so you see so you see all kinds of memes out there now that are working against the narrative which which i think is fantastic i i I love it but uh but yeah you're talking about the the whole paradigm shift but but here's how fast everything changed right all of a sudden in all the school districts across the country mass mandates are dropped yeah, kid doesn't have to wear a mask in school, mm-hmm. right? But they still have to wear a mask on the school bus until March eighteenth because it's federal transportation. Because it's federal transportation, right? Yeah, like that. Uh, those today's date is March
0: 9th. Is those, it the ninth? Those discrepancies and technicalities are just like <laughs> well, all I They're can tell so you insane. All I can
1: tell you is that the school bus mask mandate. That's been gone for a while now, too.
0: Yeah. Well, hey, look. So, when I actually, when I told you I went to see Tim Dillon, right? Yes. They had, they required masks at that show. Really? Required. I brought a mask, but I didn't wear it the entire time. It was almost like they couldn't enforce it. There was just so many people going in there without masks. And I saw some of the ushers (laughs) and stuff trying to tell, trying to tell people, like, you need to wear a mask. Why you have a mask? But there's just so many people that like didn't yeah. give a fuck, didn't give a shit, and we're just like, no, that they could—they literally couldn't control it. Yeah. It was awesome, honestly. Yeah, it yeah, was great. Oh, oh,
1: which all goes back to there's more of us, more of us than there is of them, right? Right,
0: right. Yeah. and that's what people need
1: to—and these to are start the people realizing. that that didn't fight for that for the last two years, but are now virtual signaling to support Ukraine. Now listen, it's your it's your it's your right. Like like this is America. You can do whatever you want. Right. Like like if you want to support Ukraine and you want to put the Ukrainian flag on your Facebook uh, profile, <clears throat> do hey, it. Hey, do it. It's just I really think you should understand what that means and really what's going on. Just break well, like well, we outside
0: can't... of what you're being told at least a little bit.
1: Well, we don't really know what's going on, right? Well, we don't. Yeah,
0: well, but we have speculation. I mean. I mean, okay, so this, I think we should get into this now because we don't really know what's going on. Just look at all the propaganda. Yeah. I mean, hey, I've been seeing for weeks. We see these videos. There's this explosion. And then someone comes out and later reports, well, that's old film. You know, that explosion's old film from a chemical plant. Hey, I brought this up last episode. Here's a video of a bunch of people running in terror. Oh, my God. And then they play the same exact clip just after. And it's a fucking director. There's a director, and there's a microphone, and there's light with a megaphone, and he's saying, go, go, go. Um, And then, you know, there's these other ones where it's, like, blatant CGI. Like, you can see it. It's not hard to see. Um, There's these other ones where it's, like, there's an explosion in the city, but the pedestrians are just walking like it's a normal day, like walking, like it's a normal yeah. day. There's clips from movies that are that are being uh, debunked, old that are being used, old, old movies, old are,
1: stock footage,
0: old stock footage. There's clips from video games. i um, not to mention like there's this clip, of, uh, not a clip, it's a picture of uh, the the Ukrainian president guy, uh, you know, in military gear, and that was like taken over a year ago, uh, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago or
1: whatever. And but, then, but Buckley, uh, what was the narrative? Look at our brave president. He's out amongst the troops. Right. Right. Yeah, that footage was from two years ago. I had two more good ones. So these are all the little things that make us question
0: the narrative. Go ahead. What else you got? So there's this other one, and I don't know if you saw this. I hope you did. I almost sent it to you, but I don't. I I just didn't. But there's a Ukrainian reporter standing um, in front of all these it's body bags. These he's reporting oh, 57 yeah. dead. I saw it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. 57 dead, blah, blah, blah. And one of the front body bags starts to move. And he's like reporting, reporting. And then eventually the guy pulls off the cover and he starts looking around and whatever. And then this lady runs out and she's like, oh, it like pulls it back, pulls the body bag back over his head. It's like, what, what the fuck is that? Yeah. is that 57 deaths? As well as there was a uh, the first American, you might have seen this too, who the first American to die um, in the Ukrainian oh, yeah. Russian debacle. and guess what? some news media station channel uh, reported years earlier that that same guy had died
1: same Dude, exact same exact picture.
0: same exact picture, same exact guy had died. Due to something else, I don't remember exactly what. But, like, this is the kind of propaganda that we're seeing. Who knows which side it's on or who it's being targeted towards? But when you have mainstream narratives saying this is what's going on, and then you have all this other shit coming out and saying this is propaganda. All these war films or these war uh, clips are being debunked. Pictures are being debunked as old shit. Uh, director's cuts or whatever it's like what do you believe and here's another thing too we're seeing and i don't know if you've seen this ron but we're also seeing um these reports come out that putin is sick Mm -hmm. that he's a dying old man that he has some sort of disease whether it's kidney cancer colon cancer or uh parkinson's disease and they're
1: well, uh, we we actually speculated on that. Just for disclosure, we actually speculated that on a uh,
0: past episode. Oh, we did. Well, anyway. So, so, yeah. Well, I'll bring it up again. You know, medias, media's, whatever that means, is uh, basing this analysis off of pictures that they're getting of Putin while his eyes are baggy. Well, his face is puffy. Well, he looks tired. Well, we think he might have colon cancer. Well, he looks like he might uh, he might have Parkinson's disease. He's just a dying old man.
1: Blah, 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 blah. Is hey, let true? me ask you a question. Is it not true? While you're on that. How come they're not asking that about Joe Biden?
0: Oh, no. Because well,
1: we know that that's the fucking case.
0: Mainstream media yeah. isn't. But everybody the fuck else is dead. Did you see that video? This is hilarious. You would have loved this video. There's some blind guest um, that is with Biden, and Biden is literally lead. He like has the blind guest, and mm. the blind guest has like the walking stick, the cane, you yeah. know, clicking around. Biden Did he have sh- a little
1: cup in his other hand?
0: I don't know. He- <laughs> Biden was leading him out, mm. and then like literally, they like s- they like the guy. St- the blind man stops, and Biden keeps going and like thinking he's leading the guy out and Biden just kind of like walks out towards this wall and then other guy takes the blind man's arm and like starts leading him in the other direction and Biden's just kind of like standing there like like doing semi half turns just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on it's
1: one of the most hilarious <laughs> things I've seen in a, in a while I haven't seen that but I would enjoy seeing that yeah yeah so 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 this is why Buckley and I tonight just kind of wanted to talk about some of the weird stuff that's going on, like like uh, look it up real quick. Do you got your phone? I do. Yeah. What is the population of Ukraine? I want to say, and and I should have looked this up earlier, but I got busy. Is it forty million people live in Ukraine?
0: Uh, bear Bear with me Stand while you che-
1: while you're checking that out, right? We know that uh, every population in the world, everybody has a freaking cell phone, right? Yeah. Everybody has a cell phone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and on these cell phones, they have a camera where you could take stills or you could take video. And we know that Ukraine has Internet because Elon Musk sent Starlink over there. This says 44.13 million.
0: And that was 2020.
1: Okay. So I'm not too far off when I said 40 million. Okay. You have, let's just say 40 million. It's easier. You have 40 million people. If out of that 40 million, only 10 million have cell phones. Where's all the videos? They're all fake. <laughs> Where's all the videos? Where's the videos of things going on? Where's the videos of your neighborhood all blown to shit? Where's the videos of, of this and that? Where, where is it? Where's the videos? Yeah. We're getting nothing. Well, we're
0: getting stuff. Well. It's just stuff. I'm going to I'm going to
1: turn some oh, pe- I'm going to turn some people on to a guy. Now, I don't know this guy from Adam. But my buddy Davey wavy from the Red Pill Cartel podcast turned me on to this guy. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Yeah, good guy. Uh, Red Pill uh, Red Pill Cartel podcast. Go check him out. This guy's Twitter handle trying to find it i want to say is lex luther i'm sorry i probably should have been better prepared you stand by my man anyways he turned me on to this okay hold on tequila he turned me on to this one dude from twitter who's actually in kiev Walking around, staying in a hotel. Uh, and, and he's got receipts and where he can prove that he's actually there and it's current. And I want to say it's Lex luther i'm trying to find you know you ever know you go on to twitter to find what you're looking for and you can never find it it's been censored yeah
0: the algorithm
1: but anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead i'm gonna find it i'm not i'm I'm, don't really think i'm gonna look anymore but i'm gonna find it and i'm going to put uh the link to his twitter profile in the show notes because i think it makes a lot of sense for people to go and just like just just i mean you don't have to follow him just just go and check out what this guy's got going on yeah because he's taking trains he's going here he's going there you don't see you don't even see any smoke in the sky you don't see any blown up buildings but what you're getting coffee what you do see coffee shops yeah what you do see is uh Like local police going around and telling you you can't go into certain areas.
0: This guy filming
1: permits. They're filming. (laughs) They're filming. This guy (laughs) snuck around, but he didn't want to get caught. But he snuck around and he could see a film crew filming something. I don't know what they were filming. Which goes back to what Buckley talked about with with that one video of everybody screaming and running down the street. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so, you know... This whole idea of film is an interesting concept and I think it, uh, and I've said this before, your whole getting your your information from all these different social media platforms and from your phone, lots of times it's videos, like, hey, take in consideration that like it's not that hard to make some sort of suggestive, manipulative uh, piece of content um, that isn't as though it seems. I mean, just look at... Uh, just look at the the modern-day movies and what they can do in those. But getting back to more of the film side of things. Uh, I found it. Uh, I was just going on a thing, Ron. Well, oh, go ahead. All right. I'll just, I just wanted to bring up the president of Ukraine just real quickly, because this is interesting. Um, what's his name, Ron? Can you help me out with that guy's name? The president oh. of Ukraine? Zelensky. Zelensky. So, little fun fact for y'all around here. <clears throat> Before he was president of Ukraine he uh, he went to you know an eco- economic institute um and then eventually got his uh degree in in law and you know he was a lawyer essentially um but then you know he kind of got into theater a theater person he liked doing theater and from that he eventually started working on films and he established a film company um, and became an actor through writing a I I forget if it was a movie or a TV show where he It was a series, I believe. It was a series where he was a regular Joe Schmo who became the president of Ukraine. And he was a comedian also. He participated in some sort of Comedic festival. So, I mean, do what this information, what you will, but hey, how nice would it be to have a uh, performer, an entertainer who has played the part of a president in a role, uh, who has a background in entertainment and acting, you know, step into a position of power and, you know, 2018, 2019, and then two, three years later, have this whole predicament happen between Ukraine and Russia where we need to see some heartfelt acting from a well background actor, the president of Ukraine. Interesting, fun fact information
1: yeah yeah so, so wouldn't it make sense now of course we know that the united states uh in our allies installed Zelensky. we got rid of poroshenko right uh, which which is odd because poroshenko left ukraine and then we heard reports that poroshenko had gone back to ukraine to face treason charges indictment right yeah during the war you're right and then, and then you see videos of him walking out talking to troops yeah and it looks current. Again, we don't know for sure. Okay. So this Twitter dude, you got to go check him out. Check him out. His, uh, his handle is at Les Luther and it's spelled L E Z L U T H O R. Check it out. If you kind of agree with what Buckley and I are saying, uh, let me just, uh, let me just give you, uh, something I tweeted yesterday. Keep in mind, he's walking around the city of Kiev or Kiev, as they call it. Uh, and the whole discrepancy there is why people want to call it Kiev versus Kiev, is because Kiev is the actual Ukrainian
0: pronunciation.
1: Name. Yeah. And Kiev is the Russian pronunciation. Right. And Ukra- See, I thought they spoke of, I guess it is a similar language, but Ukrainian and Russian is two different languages. Well, you know, Z- Zelensky is
0: fluent in Russian. Oh, I'm sure he is. Because he lived, he lived while well, he lived in Mongolia and Russia.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he is. Anyway, so so Les Luther posted. Uh, this says 19 hours ago. so this would have been yesterday, right? Still no visible signs of a war in the city, Kiev. Kiev is the big is the big cheese in this illusion. I have no interest in hundreds of ex-Soviet empty and derelict villages. And he's showing pictures of things. And it says, the military has been using those villages for target practice and war games since the USSR fell. No. So some of these videos of cities and things being blown up. It's old news. It, well, not that, but it could be oh. like recent filming.
0: Oh, right, right, But they,
1: right. they're calling these derelict villages that that are empty villages right? that they use for war games. Yeah. I mean, it could be as simple as that. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, everybody, just go out to his Twitter. Go check it out. I mean, I saw I, a video. I, th- I think of a, you'll be amazed.
0: I saw a fucking video of a, like, U- I don't know if it was a Ukrainian guy or Russian guy shooting off a rocket launcher. And there was, like, two other people at him, around him. And he was, like, by, he was, like, in a field. It looked like, you know, when he's in New England, we see, like, these vast farm fields. And there's, like sometimes there's just run-down buildings in them because they're old as shit. Yeah, It looked pretty much the same. The guy shoots a fucking rocket launcher and then just runs and, like, stands behind a building and puts another rocket in. But, like... It just, it didn't seem very, to me, to So my we spent
1: 50 grand to blow up a $5,000 building. It just didn't <laughs> seem,
0: in like his whole way that he shot the rocket launcher, <clears throat> did not seem tactical at all.
1: Well, you know, we're supplying them with a lot of uh, like Stinger missiles and Javelin missiles and stuff like that.
0: It looked like, if I, it literally <clears throat> looked like exactly what I would do if I went and shot a rocket launcher like the same mannerisms and behavior.
1: Like you didn't know what you were doing.
0: Like I didn't really know what I was doing, but I did know enough, but like also when I retreated, I like didn't know any sort of tactical protocol. So I just stood straight. I just stayed standing straight up and like kind of like retardedly <laughs> like jogged behind a building. Like it's just stuff like this. I don't I don't know. Like ah it drives me
1: mad. It's it's just too many questions coming out of Ukraine for me to, well, like I said, I'm not picking a side on this, but, uh, <clears throat> and, and in, of course, news and, and Fox is, a, is definitely guilty of this. Yeah. We see the endless video loop of the alleged Russian helicopter getting shot down in the field. Oh yeah. We see that over and over and over again. <laughs> so you funny. notice we're not seeing any of the video of the of the uh jets flying around with the myth of the ghost of Kiev. Like that that kind of dropped off the map, right? Ghost of Kiev nobody's talking about that anymore. Uh there was somebody pushing in there. Oh no, I got lots of stories about the ghost of Kiev. And uh so anyways, we're not hearing about that anyway. So so it was just more propaganda coming out of the country, right? Uh I, I have a feeling that, you know, Zelensky and Putin could be doing this together. But Oh, hundred percent they so, could be. So let's dive into a couple of the other conspiracy theories that are no longer conspiracy theories of conspiracy. They're actually facts now. Okay. Remember on Talk of the Tavern, we were talking about the bio labs and I brought it up and everybody's uh, laughing. Yeah. Oh, we already talked about that. Da, 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 everybody's blowing it off. <clears throat> and then Putin's Putin. Uh, one of the theories, the conspiracy theories that we're hearing is that Putin's going in and he's dismantling these uh, bioweapons, oh. bi- bioweapons labs, which could be where his vaccines. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so, so try to follow me here. So we do know that the whole narrative that Putin was using just to go in the Donbass region uh, to help those people out and the reason why he took Crimea, right? We know that's all horseshit because he's invading on different fronts. He's, he's invading through Belarus, which which is actually pretty close to Kiev. And But if you do an, an, an overlay of, of where he's attacking heavily, uh, it just happens to match where these alleged bio weapons labs are, which the mainstream media said and fact checkers don't said, exist. "Oh no, that's a hoax. They, they don't exist. That's they just a false narrative. Exist. That's just Russian misinformation and disinformation. It's just an excuse." Da, 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 da. Then a lady at the UN confirms that confirms that we do in fact have bioweapons. Well, not well. I guess in a sense, she did say U.S. controlled bioweapons labs. I mean, it makes sense
0: with Biden's connections to the Ukraine, but also like, you know, I mean, just look at all the stuff about COVID in the, in the lab leak sh- shit for coronavirus. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wanted to say, so, Hey, I don't know. I, I know you still need to listen to this podcast. I brought it up. Um, I told you to listen to it. It's one of our, you know, obviously the big, big podcast. Everybody fucking knows about Joe Rogan. Um, and he interviews this guy called um, Majid Nawaz, Nawa, Nawaz, Majid Nawaz, I think. Really, uh, it, it's like another one of those important uh, podcasts that he has done. I would say, along with McAuliffe and um, the other guy there, Malone. Um, And one of the things that he actually talks about, um, because he is from Israel and he has a lot of crazy shit that he went through in Israel and being um, tied to Israel as well as being an Israeli in the UK. But one of the things that he talked about the Taliban doing um, during the whole Middle Eastern war and all that was attacking vaccine. Sites like targeting these vaccine uh, buildings and fucking trying to destroy them. So, I mean, that'd be interesting. I mean, along with bio labs um, and vaccine uh, uh, facilities, if Putin was doing the same thing.
1: Okay, so I found an interesting post and it shows all pictures of the Washington Post, right? And this was posted by one of my followers, the Patriot Italian American. She's got a really cool page. Go check her out on Instagram. While we're denying the whole time that we have nothing to do with bioweapons labs in Ukraine, <laughs> no, that's all. That's all Russians. Russian collusion.
0: Ron's losing it.
1: Back Is that Saki Saki. No, no. Oh. In two thousand and five, Senator Richard Lugar. And Senator, <clears throat> Democratic Senator from Illinois, yes, in two thousand and five, was the chosen one. Jesus, Senator Barack Obama. Ooh, woof. This is a report from August thirtieth, two thousand and five. The United States and Ukraine agreed yesterday to work jointly. To prevent the spread of biological weapons, signing a pact that clears the way for Ukraine's government to receive U.S. aid to improve security at facilities where dangerous microbes are kept. Mm. Now, keep in mind, Ukraine was part of the USSR. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so the the Russians had bio labs in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. that may be why Putin knows where they're at because I'm sure we didn't just build new labs. Like we probably just took over the ones they already had. Right. right. So, so check this out. So in 2005, the agreement, the result of more than a year of negotiations was announced by Senator Richard Lugar, Republican of Indiana and Barack Obama, Democrat from Illinois during a visit to the Ukrainian capital, Kiev. The United States enters agreement to aid Ukraine for funding for Ukrainian biolabs. The deal was brokered by Luger and Barack Obama. <clears throat> the next page, which is from the Chicago Tribune. <clears throat> Sorry, had a little frog in my throat. Dated September 3rd, 2005. U S gets pathogens from ex Soviet Republic. And we also got pathogens from Azerbaijan, which was also part of the USSR. Nice. More than 60 dangerous and deadly bacterial strains that are a legacy of the former Soviet Union's elaborate biological weapons program were transferred Friday to the United States from Azerbaijan as part of a two countries joint fight against the threat of biological terrorism. Guess where those pathogens went? <gasps> Almost immediately, Chicago lab begins to receive deadly pathogens from Russian's, Russia's neighbor, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Uh Chicago. Isn't that uh, uh, Illinois? Yes. Isn't that where Barack Obama was the senator? I believe so. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yes. So, you know, this is the Ukrainian leader that we actually forget to talk about. And he was the one that Putin hated so much he had him fucking poisoned. Woof. This is dated 2006. All right, lay it on me, Ron. Lay it on me. The senator's visit to Russia and Ukraine was disrupted Sunday when local authorities refused to allow the delegation's military plane to leave the city of Perm, Mm. a city in Russia's Ural Mountains. The officials demanded that they be allowed to search the plane and then relented after several hours and not allowed to search the plane, right? <clears throat> so this Russian, this uh, Ukrainian president was Viktor Yeschenko. He was the one that they poisoned, maybe poisoned him with uh, dioxin. Some, and he was like a handsome dude dioxin. in his face. Yeah, dioxin. And yeah. in, in, uh, in his uh, his skin just deteriorated or whatever. Wow. But there's a picture of Ukrainian President Viktor Yushchenko, uh being warmly received by Luger and Obama in Kiev. It says, during Obama and in, in Luger's visit in, 20, in 2006, they would initiate the non-Luger cooperation excuse me, Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, Russian authorities intercepted their flight and searched the plane. What were they looking for? I mean, these are all actual news reports that everybody's forgotten about, that nobody even knew about. So then you have dated 2012. The press is scrambling to scrub all evidence of Ukraine-funded labs but will they scrub Luger setting up shop in all territories surrounding Russia? <coughs> Republican leader of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Hold on. Sorry, I had a big frog. I apologize. Maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe I won't. <coughs> Republican leader of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Richard Luger. Visited Georgia, the country of Georgia, not the state, which was also a former uh, Russian territory. On August 12th, it met with President Saakashvili, opposition representatives, and toured the U.S.-funded biological research facility in Tbilisi. Tbilisi was Senator Lugar's last stop on his week-long trip which also included visits to Ukraine and Russia this is all this is all about the biolabs yeah we had all these biolabs we just took over the pathogens right <clears throat> and this is what putin said right russia says us expanding bioweapons labs in europe's after years of funding labs all over the russian border vlad finally calls out their little plan and what does and what does the united states do Call it Russian disinformation. Uh, And it says you can't make this shit up. Gaslight much, America? Which just goes (laughs) to prove that us conspiracy theorists said there was bioweapons labs in Ukraine and these bioweapons labs were a target of Putin and the Russian military, right? Now now we've been proved correct that that is the case, right? Uh, There's more stuff on here. Uh, the network of U.S. biological laboratories on the territory of states adjacent to Russia has been expanded, says the strategy made public in December 31st. U.S. officials in arms analysis said the Russian charge is false. Blake Naryendra, a spokesman for the State Department, arms control, verification and compliance bureau said the united states is in full compliance with a biological weapons convention which bans the production and stockpiling of germ weapons my
0: okay my. so
1: we know that that's all horseshit yeah so I mean, hey, so look. maybe so maybe maybe putin doesn't want them unleashing these pathogens on them and i understand that some of these places like these bioweapons labs is actually places where they are making the vaccine
0: Hmm. right like let's not forget the also the uh the theory that you know ukraine is a huge illuminati like den yeah do you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i don't think i don't think that's in doubt i I think that's
0: actually proven
1: uh yeah and like he
0: just doesn't want them there that's something um whether he's part of a cabal part of the cabal uh, or not um you know he could still just be acting his own interests, and is just attacking, trying to get them out. We know, while well, it's been theorized that he's already kicked them out of Russia, I mean that's that's plain to see with the whole Bolshevik, you know, insurgency that happened, and then you know him finally, Russia finally getting rid of all the Bolsheviks from Russia. Um, I think that's a you know a good uh, c- cornerstone for him trying to. Combat the kumbal, the Illuminati.
1: All right, so let's let's go over a few things that we know that that is happening to Russia, where where we're screwing with them, right? And I don't mean us on the show; I mean the United States government, me specifically. Yeah. Okay, so just a couple of things. Uh, I'm starting to theorize because I can come out with some pretty fringe ideas, <laughs> if some of my fringe ideas, once I refine them, yes. end up being pretty legit, right? So, we know from past shows. Uh, funny thing is, we do a show on the Kazarian Empire. Lots of other people are doing shows on the Kazarian Empire, and and I think this. Well, I think it's been brought to light because the Kazarian Empire was actually from the Caucasus region, Caspian Sea, the Black Sea, and what is modern day Ukraine. Right? Yeah,
0: but it's good that people other people are doing. Yeah, people on are shit. looking into it. Yeah, because that this shit needs to be out there. Like,
1: so who's ever. Talking about it, talk. Keep talking about it. There's definitely something to it, but I theorize that that if if Putin was a cabalist, a globalist, He's even the leader if he, of
0: Russia, so. even
1: if he was really <laughs> a, a young member of the World Economic Forum, okay. Besides all that, yeah, doesn't mean that he didn't get pissed off at them and decided he was going to go after them. Right. 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 Because how many times in history have we seen allies working with each other, and then down the road they're enemies? Exactly. I mean, I mean that's United States. We 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 go through this all the time. Yeah. I mean, I said that yeah.
0: a couple. I think I said that a while ago. Maybe a couple episodes ago. It's like, well, at some point in this whole uh, globalist Illuminati cult agenda cabal, whatever you want to call it, like there has to be. In history, people that are that are a part of it that are like, no, not no, I want out or no, this I don't want this to happen. Right. There has to be those discrepancies and disputes.
1: But well, who is to say that Putin has had enough of the new world order? And maybe he's because we know that Putin just in our you know conspiratorial research, we're we're reading that Putin has pushed away the, the NWO right to cabal. Mm-hmm. we don't want you here we don't want your vaccine here because they had their own the sputnik right right so uh in this whole thing with ukraine now we're giving him sanctions right yeah, we're yeah, shutting yeah. him off from the from the swift banking system which is a fucking antiquated system so 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 what does putin do he just goes to china and he's using their system <laughs> right. no problem you know for visa and mastercard yeah yeah for credit cards Okay. Uh they did you see where they wanted they wanted Tesla, Elon Musk, to using Starlink to disable all the Tesla vehicles in Russia. Uh <laughs> yeah, musk's like, no, I'm not doing that. No. No, I'm not doing that. But they asked him. Uh. They asked him to do that. Well somebody asked him to do that. Dude, you see all these
0: plays? Or things from, like, the Great Reset social credit score, also from the transhumanism agenda. You see them popping out. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, almost, like, preemptively. Like, that shit where they're, they're shutting down the Tesla cars. Like, that is something that they want in the future. Everybody to be on autonomous vehicles. In autonomous vehicles. Not owning a vehicle. Which means, like, when they want to, they can shut it down.
1: If they want to. Did you know that there's uh, an actual part written into this infrastructure bill? Of of Tesla? That wants to mandate auto manufacturers to put a kill switch in the cars. Oh, yeah. So that they can remotely shut your car off. Just like how they do with OnStar. Yeah. You know, like uh, like OnStar is General Motors. Like if you steal a General Motors car uh, and your OnStar is current. They can, uh, they can just send a satellite thing down and turn your car off. Well, can't well don't a lot of vehicles
0: like they can't go faster than like police vehicles is that true or not true? well
1: some cars have built in built in uh, what we in the business call a governor they have a built-in governor that doesn't allow them to go yeah right yeah i know some cars are limited cars that you know that the horsepower will make that car go like take a hellcat for right, instance an right, right. in Hellcat or the c8 corvettes which i took a ride in this summer absolutely freaking insane how fast that car was and, and a buddy yeah. of mine uh is a corvette collector he took me for a ride and i was like holy crap holy. you let your hair down I didn't have any hair, but if I did, it probably would have all just flown off my head. We were going something. fast. You dumped them out, right? Okay. But here's Woo! a, but here's a few things that we know that Russia is doing, right? Wait, hold on. Can I just touch just real quick? the will the a
0: whole autonomous car thing. And, um, them trying to shut down Tesla. Um, we'll also think about the gas prices too. Like, don't just make this comparison. They're driving up gas prices. Right. And it's like, wow well, uh, like I, I'm not going to be able to afford my car gas prices stay this way do you know what i mean yeah so okay. like what am i gonna do like i'm probably not gonna drive my car and if it continues uh over a long an elongated amount of time then eventually i'm not i'm just gonna have to get rid of my car altogether which fits into
1: that yeah okay so so this is the whole thing like the COVID narrative died and they didn't they they tried to mess with us they got us prepared to be messed with more right klaus schwab's promising us uh a uh, global uh, cyber attack, right? Uh, which which we're going to get into just real quick. Oh, it's a common. Right? But look yeah. at the ramifications and the ripple effects of high fuel prices. And then what did we see a few days ago? Pete Buttigieg, him and his boyfriend, I guess he's home, for, he's back to work from maternity leave uh, because he was able to take maternity leave even though neither of them were knocked up. Okay, so so whatever. Uh, nothing against maternity leave. I believe in it if it's legit, but he's back to work. What's the one thing he comes out and says? Oh, you just need to buy more electric. You, okay, just doesn't this show you you need to buy electric cars? Right. Who's going to afford that? So if this is not part of the fucking Green New Deal agenda, <laughs> I don't know what is. But who also can afford? No one just has forty grand what? laying around to buy an electric car. And that would be like a piece of shit electric car at forty grand. Yeah. Because a good Tesla, like if you're going to buy a Tesla, you're going to buy a Tesla S Plaid, right? Which is a hundred plus grand. And then what? Right?
0: You, and then you're going to have money
1: to install the charger in your garage. Well, somebody made somebody made you a good, I mean, somebody made a cool comparison, right? Yeah. That's like telling the homeless, well, you don't have to be homeless. Just go buy a fucking house.
0: Go get a job.
1: No, go buy a house. All right, yeah. Yeah, go buy, you don't have to be homeless. Go buy a house. Go buy a trailer. That's $50,000. Yeah. And a trailer park. We are not ready to have a massive EV fleet. And it's still cheaper and just as good for the environment to run internal combustion vehicles. With the emission systems working properly, I know this for a fact because I emission test vehicles. I also okay. still think the whole cl-
0: uh, climate change, as well as the scarcity of oil, is kind of a horseshit.
1: I'm kind of starting to think that. Well, you should believe it because it definitely is horseshit. So, so, <laughs> so, so Klaus Schwab <laughs> promises us that would there would be a global event. That would make the coronavirus look like a mere disturbance. Nameth Heimann, Klaus
0: Schwabenheim.
1: Just something real quick. Oh, go for a it. A little off topic, but not really. You didn't want to do a bunch of Nazi impressions with me? <laughs> watch Klaus Schwab's video of him doing that speech. <laughs> look at his hand gestures.
0: Is he like hitting the table? Nameth Heimann, Heimann Heimann.
1: Go back and watch some old Hitler speeches. Right. Tell me how they're different. Yeah,
0: they're did both. You pop and know, boners, did you know? Did you know? no,
1: I know a little bit about
0: aroused by their own voices.
1: I know a little bit about Uncle Adolf.
0: Oh, I know you do. As he, I like to say, Ron has a hard on for Hitler,
1: which would also be a good name for like a punk band. Hey, good one. I like that. <laughs> Hitler actually took speech lessons from a Jewish person. To learn how to use body language, hand motions, to get his message across and show strength. This fucking Klaus Schwab character. Still in the playbook? Doing the same thing. Well, you know, it's interesting because
0: in the fields that I've worked in, or the field that I work in, uh, I have to take certain trainings um, that discuss body language a lot so yeah when have, you're dealing with your psychos right and i have to learn how to read body language and one of the big things that comes up time and time again when i'm learning about this shit is that body uh communication between people 90 percent of communication between people is body language the other 10 percent is communicative verbal right
1: so so if you get into just a... Just a little fun fact. If you get into a... And I can do this because I've practiced it over the years. And I'm actually teaching little G this. So Doing she can... Still dominant so she can, her body So language. she can be dominant and yeah. intimidating, yeah. Yeah. When you're having a conversation... And I won't tell you who taught me this, but let's just say he's probably deported back to Sicily by now. You sit or you stand. You don't use any facial expression. You don't move your hands. You don't tap your foot. You don't do anything. No body language. You stare somebody right in the eye and you tell them exactly what you want to tell them and try not to blink. And that fucking freaks people out because you have at that point no tells. Mm. Just a little side thing. Well,
0: no, I mean, that. I think that's, yeah. So it's like, it's... it. it It comes down to like, well, it doesn't come down to this, but a good example of this that people can probably relate to is like a poker game. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, People have tells uh, when they're bluffing, which, you know, crossovers, uh, sorry, uh, translates well to real life. Like if you're, if you, it's like, okay, if you know someone very well, um if you know someone very well like and you learn their uh characteristics attributes um you can eventually you can eventually tell um their quarks or quarks quirks quarks are actually something in the f- their
1: mannerisms
0: <laughs> well quarks are something in the the uh the uh Scientific realm. Um, Yeah, they're mannerisms. You can tell. There are certain attributes when they're lying or maybe they're doing – or they're exhibiting a certain behavior, and you'll be able to notice it. So, yeah, what Ron's saying, if you have a blank face um, and you're not showing or telling or doing anything, that is a really good way for people to not be able to know where you're coming from or what you're thinking but and it can be seen as a sign of dominance, um, as well as your if you're keeping direct eye contact with this person. But I will say this: to combat Ron's theory, of, well, his thoughts on dominance through body language. A good way to combat that is having the body language of not really giving a fuck, because if somebody's trying to control or dominate you through body language or even verbal speech through their connotation, the way that they're speaking to you, um, you can very easily combat that and just not give a fuck. Honestly, it's the best way. Anybody that's trying to instill authority over you, don't mm. give a fuck.
1: You want to know a good example? Don't really care about what they're saying. <clears throat> a good example yes. of that? <laughs> you know how I always like to like reference movies, right? Yeah. Uh, get shorty. When John Travolta goes to the mansion to meet uh, Martin Short, uh, not Martin Short, uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you got you to gotta look him in the eye. And you say this, look at me. Look at me. I'm looking at you. No, look at me. You see this face? That means I fucking own you. That means that you're mine. And then Danny DeVito goes, okay, so when do I meet up with these guys and give them the look? that's another example he was teaching him how to use facial expressions or lack of facial expressions yes to show dominance okay positive space negative right. space right. okay so we got off track go watch the video of Klaus Schwab with the minor inconvenience and then go watch some Hitler videos sound like a Mexican
0: that's not Mexican <laughs> they lineup <on. laughs>
1: no that would be. Hey, Amen. Mm. No, no, it'd be. Why are you trying to? Man, we are going to get a cyber attack. Hey, Amen. We We're got. we going to get up- a cyber attack and it's going to make coronavirus look like a bunch of tacos on go the go street after a rainstorm. <laughs> I can't do a Mexican accent. But. I could do Mexican accent. Good. Uh, okay. So getting off track. But anyways, here's a couple of things. Let's get off track just for a little well, bit. Well, hold on. So, so. Last my, couple minutes of the show. My classic. Hold, some fun. My, my classic. Hold on. That's going to be on our merch, <laughs> by the way. Uh,
0: Yes, that should be on the merch and, uh, well, go on.
1: All right, so Putin (laughs) allegedly instructed all of his uh, businesses in Russia. The deadline is March 11th, which I think is Monday, if I'm not mistaken, or it's this weekend. They are to be taking off the internet and they're going to go on the RU domain, which stands for Russia, like .ru. It's going to be the intranet. So they're going to be able to communicate within Russia, but it's going to isolate them from an incoming cyber attack. But I think he wants to do it because it's got like his whole media shutdown where he doesn't want information to get in and he doesn't want it to get out. That's something that we're understanding that Putin wants to uh, to do, which in a time of war, uh, in their case, probably not a bad idea. Uh, The other thing that he's doing, we already talked about, he's going to the uh, Chinese system, and I forget the name of it, uh, the Chinese system for credit card transactions and banking, right? The other thing that he's going to do, he's going to stop all fertilizer exports. Now, I know we we talked a little bit about this in the previous episode.
0: That's really going to harsh the food supply.
1: And Belarus is going to follow suit because we know Belarus is is, uh, very friendly with Russia, right? So uh as a matter of fact Russia got their got their name and Belarus got their name from the root Kivian Rus. So Belarus and Russia this is why they're still allies even to this day. Interesting. Yeah. They're going to stop fertilizer exports uh and we're already being told from big countries including China that there's going to be a huge wheat shortage. Well wheat is what they use to make flour you know, everybody knows what wheat's for, right? It's already gone up in price, sixty-eight
0: percent or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, some some crazy amount. Which in turn is going to give us food shortages mm-hmm. of some form, or again, increased prices. Where a loaf of bread, it could be like, what's a loaf of bread now? Four or five bucks could be twenty bucks, or even thirty bucks for a loaf of bread. I mean, realistically, we could see this over the next year. I think less than that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, less. just long term, right? Six months. Yeah. So, so we, so we know he's doing that. So, so it's going to affect the uh, the global food supply. Uh, so, so everybody says, "Well, we're America. We can, we can, we can grow as much wheat as we want." Uh, remember, who's buying up all the farmland? Mister Gates and Bezos. My favorite, Mister Gates. Person and I in the world. doubt that they're going to grow wheat. No. Because they're going to grow probably soy and whatever it is to make their beyond meat. Because, again, this is also attack on the food supply because we know that they want us to get away. They want to limit us from eating meat. Yeah. Just real quick on the the wheat thing. Yeah. Um,
0: It's not the biggest concern to me because, like, humans don't really need wheat. They just don't really it
1: definitely won't matter to people with celiac disease
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes of course but like bread there's sometimes i wish that like bread was just not part of my diet because it's not really the healthiest especially americanized breads well that's true it's like not it causes inflammation at least to celiac disease um you know it's a carbohydrate um but like You know, the carbohydrates you really want to be having is from fruit and vegetables. So, like, uh, bread, if there's a shortage or it goes up to $20 uh, loaf, you know, don't be too concerned about that because it's not a dietary essential. Proteins, things like meats, if they're trying to, you know, get rid of meat, yeah, you should probably try to fight that or have a problem with it cuz that's a good source of protein, fats, omegas, um as well as vegetables and, and fruits. Yeah. But
1: like bread I kind of ah. I kind of got to agree to agree with you on that. I do like bread. Uh, oh, but I, I love
0: fucking bread. But I I'm not it, but. but
1: believe it or not I'm not a big bread eater. Oh, I love bread. Uh, I'll, I'll buy a loaf of bread, of bread and my <laughs> wife will go by like, "Oh my god, you bought this bread and it's already green." Uh but you know uh <laughs> baguettes. Ooh. Oh yeah. No, that's all With good. With soup. Yeah. Yeah, soup. That's all good stuff. Dip a baguette and soup? Yeah, that's all good stuff. And being in New Hampshire, like like we have a lot of those Canadian, uh, French Canadian roots down here. Oh, uh, yeah, so yeah. we eat a lot of their stuff. Poutine's one of my favorites. <clears throat> we won't even go there. But anyway, uh <laughs> not tonight. So, anyways, but but uh I would say maybe if you can afford to I'm not telling you to go out and buy these the big buckets of the food storage shit. I'm not telling you to do that. If you've done that, okay, cool. Sam's Club, cool. You're all set. You know, like uh, what is it, My Patriot Supply and all these. And I mean, they sell a good product. Uh, Stuff keeps for many years. Jones, you talking about that shit? Everybody, every podcast is pushing that stuff, and and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But uh, just nothing that I'm going to have in my house. But but uh, beans, right? You can get your protein from beans. Uh, Again, I'm not a nutritionalist, but I'm just telling you. Uh, rice is a good one to have because you don't have to eat bread because you can get your carbs from rice you do need carbohydrates you also uh you also uh probably should have uh believe it or not uh dehydrated potato uh shredded potato because that's that's another good thing you want to have uh uh food that does have carbs in, in 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 a situation where there's a food shortage because that'll give you the energy that you need uh Thank you, Buckley, for opening me up my Samuel Adams cold snap white ale. The other thing we're hearing that Putin's doing, because we know that these sanctions and and everything they're having, uh, they stopped a massive run on the banks in Russia. The ruble is now worth pennies. We're hearing that Putin is going to be putting Russia back on the gold standard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we know that the Russians have a lot of gold. Uh, we don't know how much gold they have. I'm sure there's some stats out there that answer that question. But he's going to put Russia back on a gold standard, which means he's not going to need outside influences and financial systems to uh, pump the ruble back up. Uh, again, not a bad move on his part. Uh, remains to be seen how that's going to work out. I feel as though that this whole fiat currency thing that we got going on is is been on life support for many years since right. the 08 housing crash. It was on life support before that. This is what the term quanti- quantitative easing means, where the where the Fed, which is not part of the federal government, will just print out trillions of dollars, inject it into the market, and this is what causes inflation. This is what we're going through right now. You are looking at the beginning of the of the end of the fiat currency in my opinion. Oh yeah, yeah. We're yeah. headed for a big economic crash. And th- and this is why they want to go to the Crypto. digital the digital the yeah. digital coin which as Buckley said, we and we're not going to get into it because we're running along here. Uh, which is going to usher in the social credit score system something you do not want to happen yeah, I'll just say like there's a reason in my opinion
0: why you're seeing this push for crypto and all these different cryptos coming out blockchain whatever we I talked about it last episode we've talked about it in plenty of other episodes we won't go deep but they want people to really at, uh, uh, migrate towards cryptocurrencies and
1: using that stuff. Do you see that they've already taken the baby steps to do that? We've also talked about this before where nobody carries cash on them. I personally I, I don't. Person my wife doesn't either. I personally am old school enough where if I don't have at least fifty bucks on me, I feel like I'm broke. Right. Well, yeah. So 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 you do not want to get rid of the cash society. If they do, then I, a lot of people, I think, are going to go back to the barter system, which works really good. Uh, I'm the jury is still out on crypto for me. I just, I there's a lot of yeah. things about it I don't understand. I just don't, and I admit that wholeheartedly. But it interests. I might have a friend. It interests me, and I do own. I dabble I a little a bit in crypto. But did you see where Biden just came out with an EO? To like to go against crypto, like they they don't want it to be decentralized. They want to know where your crypto is. And funny enough, after that, I get an email from one of the exchanges that I have my cryptocurrency on, said, "Oh, we made a mistake on uh, the 1099s, so we're gonna send out all new 1099b forms that you need to fill out and get back to us by such and such a date." Well, dude, I have a friend who's like heavy
0: into crypto, like hardcore like mining he's he's oh uh, well maybe not mining but was super into it has done a bunch of research i've been sort of trying to uh quiz him a little quiz him but also i'm trying to like push him into maybe coming on that would be fantastic because you know he's not like any sort of like professional or anything but he i know he's done a fuck ton of research into it He always educates me every time I talk to him about it, and he's always doing it. Um, So I would like to try and have him on, but he's not so good with, like, the speaking part, I guess, so much. I think he does fine, but he doesn't think he does. So we'll see. But you know what he was telling me? Um, Because it's taxed. Crypto is taxed. And he was telling me that... At a very high rate, right? Well, (laughs) he was telling me that every single transaction... That he makes during crypto, like, he has to log into his taxes. Really? Yeah. So he was literally like, I'm not going to be able to do this. I have to pay someone to do this for me. Because he said, like, he was going, because every transaction you make in crypto, it's, like, ledgered. Mm-hmm. Digital ledger or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I mean, I must have hundreds of transactions. And, like, what? He's going to go and put that into his taxes? And no, his taxes, no. So there's some definitely sketchy shit going on with crypto. Um, And I, like I said, you see the push for crypto in what? The last year? The heavy, heavy push, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just be wary of that. Like, just be like, have your wits about
1: you. Now, you talked about sketchy stuff. And one of the sketchy things is, is that the Biden administration wants to be able to tax you on your unrealized profits of your cryptocurrency. They also wanna tax you on your unrealized profits on your home. And now all the homes just all went through reevaluation, right? Not only that does, does that increase the value of your home, but that increases your property tax because your property tax is based on a per thousand evaluation on the worth of your house, right? So they wanna come in And say you bought Bitcoin at uh, these are just rough numbers, right? Say you bought uh, you bought Bitcoin in at thirty five grand, right? And it goes up to forty five grand, but you haven't sold it; you're holding. They want you to pay taxes on that ten grand, even though you didn't cash out. So what happens when? Because Bitcoin has been extremely volatile in the last six months to a year, right? I've seen it go up to sixty plus thousand, down to twenty something thousand. And okay, so what happens when you lose all that money? Is the government gonna gonna give that back? Gonna gonna give you a portion of that back in your tax return? Fuck no. Okay, same thing with your house. Oh, uh, your house was worth uh 150 grand reevaluation. Now it's worth 400 grand, right? So we want you to pay taxes on the different, even the difference, even though you haven't sold your house. Mm. That is a freaking scam. Now oh, we all know that we all know that the Democratic Party is a tax and spend thing, yeah, right? It's all, it's we don't need scam. to get into so, we don't need to get into that. We don't gotta go
0: deep. We we actually yeah. should probably wrap up
1: soon, right? Yeah, I just wanted to go over a few things, uh, you know. Weird, sketchy stuff that we're seeing coming out of Ukraine. None of it adds up. Yeah, uh, it's This is not a conventional war. Something is definitely, definitely doesn't smell right over there, like for sure, right? But I think it all comes down to a battle between the Kazaria Mafia and the Russians. I think that's what it all comes down to. Just a theory. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But it's a theory. I think people should like think about that. Because the Kazarian's, which is what we believe the New World Order, the Cabal, right? Black the, nobility. The Kazarian Empire, the Kazarian Mafia, is still retaliating against Russia because Russia, the Kivian Rus, which we're going to do a show on.
0: We're gonna Fucked do, up we, the Han Dynasty.
1: We're going we're gonna to get back into the Babylon and beyond series. Sean is Anonymous Sean is taking a little break from the show totally fine well deserved yeah well deserved uh he's got a lot going on in his life but i'm I'm anxious to get him back on uh but he did say he did have time to uh be like a technical advisor like an old general would be on a war movie right so uh i wanted i want to touch on the kivian Rus, the bulgars which is which was the root for bulgaria and uh what was the other one the kievian oh the the house of romanov oh yeah which was the russian tsar the family russian tsars which started out with ivan the terrible yes. and we're going to give you a little bit of history and maybe some hidden history and some forbidden history uh, associated with that because it is tied into the whole kazarian mafia the whole uh black nobility because it was the kazarian mafia who bankrolled vladimir lenin to go in with the bolsheviks and removed the czar, killed his whole family, and turned Russia from a monarchy into a communist state. It's very interesting. It is part of the but we're Babylon. I'm not
0: talking about that tonight. Absolutely not. I'm just giving
1: <laughs> you guys a
0: little future reference. So, we, uh, I'll just go into my closing words. Is that, is that good?
1: Uh, oh, you have
0: one more thing? I do, but go ahead. Do your closing words, and then I'm going to finish off well i didn't know if you had anything no go ahead tied to that no no oh no okay so i think we might be sort of taking a little break from the series the mini
1: the babylon beyond series but Uh, not really yeah not really sort of but not really i just i'm fascinated by the subject and our listeners are really digging the show Right. Well, it, if you do see any sort of breaks,
0: whatever, it's, we, we just went in a different direction that day, but no big deal. Um, I guess I'll just do my closing words cause we're, we're hitting the end. And uh, yeah, so I guess, um, you know, I just wanted to say this stuff that we are, you know, talking to you about it has, it's not like it's never been talked about in the history of humans. You know, this is all stuff that we find out. Um, it's out there. So just look for it. You know what I mean? If you're interested in looking at that stuff. Uh,
1: some of these subjects that we're doing, though, you have to do uh, some extraordinary research.
0: You do. And to that's... find it
1: because, because there's, there... I'm a big history guy and I've never really heard a lot about the Kazarian Empire. No, ne- I have but, never but heard it's But it's crazy how it's tied into the cabal. Right. So that's what I was going to say. Like,
0: it is out there, but you know suppressed it's suppressed heavily and that's part of what the they like to do is try to get that shit not in there anymore so like if you do like need pointers or whatever like let us know. like send us a message send ron a message be like hey what should i look into if i want to learn more about this we'll we'll let you know um and i think that's about all i had uh just you know and with a th- with Ukraine and Russia, just just don't just don't just don't eat up what they're telling you right off the bat. Just don't. It's just there's so much manipulation, there's so much control, there's so much propaganda that it's like you just have to be you have to question what you're you're seeing, whether it's through social media, mainstream media what your your mom's telling you, what your dad's telling you, what your family believes, all this shit. Question it, question it, question it, question it. I mean, and that's really all I can say, I guess, tonight. I don't have much more.
1: Okay, and the other thing is, uh, don't let other people manipulate you into thinking a certain way about this whole deal. As I said in the beginning, you do not have to pick a side on this. You right. can look at it from both sides and try to figure it out for yourself, right? No need to virtual signal, do not dump out your Russian vodka. You know, everybody's beating up on Stoli, right? The family that founded Stoli was actually against the Bolsheviks and against communism. And Stoli, I think, isn't even made in Russia. It's made in Lithuania. And because Lithuania was a, a, a former Russian state. Okay, don't dump out your Russian vodka. Yes, yeah, send okay, it to okay, us. Dude. We'll
0: take that off your hands right away. People, you already,
1: you <laughs> already paid for vodka. that shit. You already paid for it. Give me your vodka. Drink it. And I'll give you another analogy. Tequila sales in the United States in the last 10 years have gone through the roof. I I myself have been a tequila enjoyer for over 30 years. It is my go-to drink is tequila. Tequila's (laughs) good. Okay. Tequila comes from Mexico exclusively. And actually it's supposed to only come from the tequila, the state of tequila, or the region of tequila in Mexico, right? What else do we get from Mexico? Uh drugs. Drugs by the massive amounts, destabilizing our currency. Oh, I was right. Yeah. That was the answer. Destabilizing for? our currency, killing a lot of American kids. Now I understand a lot of fentanyl comes from China as well. But a lot of fentanyl comes across the southern border, right? Opiates come from the Middle East the drug the drug cartels are murdering people by the thousands in mexico and nobody has a fucking problem with that when you go out to have your tuesday night margarita or in our case thursday night margarita right <laughs> so think of it in those terms you don't see people pouring out 30 or 40 or 50 dollar bottles of tequila because the drug cartels just wiped out a whole family down in mexico right stop with the fucking virtue signaling right. just stop yeah, okay. I mean, just look at like if you own an
0: iPhone, do you know what I mean? I just got a new iPhone, so I, I'm a. I guess I'm a, a part of this too. But like the iPhones are they're you know work camps in China, basically. You know, people in terrible conditions, forced into work camps, working for like pennies, if not under pennies, on the dollar to produce your iPhone. I have an iPhone. It makes it kind of makes me sick when I think about how it's, you know, comes to fruition. Yeah, through okay. the, the 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 disgustingness and all of that. But like I still have one. But like that, like, how are you going to change that? I don't know.
1: Okay, saw so post the other day made an interesting point of view. Awesome point of view. Now, we know that China's messing with Taiwan, right? We know that. We also know that the United States has pledged to defend Taiwan. Taiwan is a strategic nation because Taiwan is the number one producer of uh, computer chips in the world, right? We know there's a computer chip problem. It's not a secret. Fucking everybody knows it. But if China starts fucking with Taiwan, it decides that they're going to fold Taiwan back into China because according to China, they own Taiwan. Taiwan is actually called the Republic of China because it is a Republic. It's a democracy, right? But if China invades Taiwan, are all you people going to boycott China products. Fucking think about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Think about that. Think about you, that because you're not, because you're not going to do it. No, you're and not. Here's the other thing. Just a little thank you to all the DMS and all the emails Keep we've gotten in the, in the last week. Uh, we had a lot of people really digging the show. We had a uh, couple of emails with constructive criticism, uh, and one thing I want to point out: I, I I don't have a problem with constructive criticism at all. But me neither. But the pattern of the show is what it is. Okay. Uh, I don't want get to get
0: what you get, and you'll like it. I
1: don't want to get into it, but we have a, Buckley and I have a certain dynamic. I really enjoy it. I enjoy him on the show. He enjoys me on the show. Yeah. We like it when Sean comes on the show. So, uh, I will read your emails or whatever. I, I, like I said, I don't mind constructive criticism. Deal but with it. our show is what it is. If there's a certain aspect of our show that you do not like, I don't have a problem if you don't listen.
0: Yeah, me neither.
1: So, so, uh. I just want to say thank you to all the very super positive emails we got, uh, DMs, uh, really super appreciate it. Last week's show is number one on our list for listeners. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it even it even surpassed the week before, which was our biggest show. Yeah. So so listening numbers are going up, and that's all thanks to you folks out there. Without the listeners, the show was nothing. Uh, we certainly appreciate that. Even those people that are giving cons-
0: constructive criticism, and, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, we like like it's not like we don't we don't want you to stop listening or anything like that. You just have to know, like Ron and I have our thing. So
1: and here's the other thing—that's what
0: it is. But keep listening, keep giving us constructive criticism.
1: I don't want to do have it. a panel. I don't want to have a panel where everybody on the panel agrees. That would be a fucking boring show.
0: No, so, why would you want to? Yeah, and ever. if
1: I and if I if I didn't want that, I'm not gonna sit here and do the show by myself. So, uh, I mean, I could. Do that, but I don't want to do that. I enjoy Buckley and I working off of each other. I think we work together good. Now, there was an email from a gentleman that was asking me for resources on books about the Templars. I am putting a list together for you. I did not forget you. Uh, I need to get back to you. I'm just letting you know if you're listening. I did get your email. I'm putting a list of Templar information together for you, and I will get that out to you as soon as possible. Um, So, so.
0: We're we're having our one year anniversary episode coming up soon. Yes. When
1: is that? Well, our first uh, first real episode, not including our preview show, was on March twenty eighth of twenty twenty one.
0: So when do we? When are we seeing foreseeing our? I think it was the twenty sixth, wasn't it? Twenty sixth. Okay. So everybody. Well, let me that's... pull up a calendar. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. So it's around the twenty sixth, at least. Oh nope. Oh my god!
1: Scratch that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna what? do our one year anniversary show on Wednesday, March thirtieth. Okay, yeah. so March
0: thirtieth, and then we're gonna do we're gonna do something a little different for that show. So we're kind of prepping, prepping or prompting you guys. Oh, that, that that's are listening right! Thanks for reminding me um, right now that so March thirtieth. We're going to try and we're gonna have a a, part, a good portion of the show just be targeted towards listeners you know, listeners and, and things they want to say, things they want to ask, uh, questions, emails, whatever. So from now until then, you know, start sending that shit in, whatever you have. It doesn't there, I, I, I don't think there's any guidelines. There's no real rules, like whatever you want. You know, I mean, if you have questions specifically for myself or Ron, you know, personal, sure. Um, or whatever, send them in and you know what, and then look forward to maybe them being answered. Um, and you know, I think it's going to be a good show. We're doing something a little different that show. I think you'll like it.
1: Yeah. Buckley and I actually talked about this last night. We had our, uh, uh, late night phone conversation last night. Uh, we're giving you two weeks notice. So you have two weeks, right? Email us, DM (laughs) me, whatever with any questions or any comments that you would like us to put on the air and we will and we will do that we'll answer them the best we can we'll give you a shout out and uh, obviously uh, we're doing this for the listeners because we really we love our listeners we appreciate everybody that listens to the show again like i always say we Always thank you for the support. Uh also shout out to one of the listeners that Venmo would be ten bucks. Hey. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so uh so we're going to uh we're gonna make a I'm gonna make a little thing on the wall uh for our first ten dollar donation donation to the show. And you know what? Uh we uh actually actually I think it was twenty bucks. Wow! Yeah, I think it was twenty bucks. I gotta look it up, but I remember his name is Chris Trope. Thank you so much for the donation. Yeah, you. you are good. you are our very first Wicked Planet podcast benefactor. That ten dollars, twenty to ten
0: dollars, whatever it is, is gonna go to great use.
1: Hey, you know what? Like I told him, every dollar counts. Oh yeah, every dollar that's donated to the Wicked Planet we uh, last week was the first time i want to say that i put a venmo link in the show notes for you to donate us every dollar will be accounted for and will go exclusively to the show for upgrading equipment and things like that uh Don't think we're going to go out and party and drink margaritas on your dime because that's not how we operate over here. So shout out to Chris. Thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. Uh, We'd like to see some more people kind of help us out and donate. I'm not telling you what to do. I want to keep this ad free for as long as possible. So you know where to find me. Ron from New England. The Wicked Planet Podcast, both on Instagram. DM me questions. Get ready for the show on the 30th. Be looking forward to that. We will be back next week. Uh, Buckley and I haven't really decided what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure it's going to be something you will enjoy. So, with that, we're going to call it a night. Uh, Thanks for listening. Ron from New England, signing off. Buckley, out! (laughs)